Popcorn Heist is an interactive community of pop culture lovers that spans multiple mediums. We dive deep into TV shows and movies of the past, present, and future to bring you the hottest takes and the coldest truths. Do you have what it takes? Join the heist. Another episode of Popcorn Heist, the podcast. I am Jake. I am Nick. And this is Popcorn Heist, the podcast. Welcome back, guys. Back, Good to be excited back. Excited to be back. It's always yep. excited to be back for another virtual episode. Um, yeah, you see. I was excited to talk about DC, our favorite thing, Jake. Oh, our favorite thing. That's why we started <laughs> Popcorn Heist, I, I believe, right? <laughs> I don't think we should be tricking uh, tricking everyone listening. No, no. So, so for the, <laughs> the longtime listeners, you know, Nick and I are big Marvel fans. But for the first time listeners, yep. Popcorn Heist is a brand that we started to share our love for pop culture with the world in different formats like social media, videos, podcasts, what have you. You know, all the sorts of things that nerds like to watch about movies and TV shows. But today on this podcast is a very, very special episode, another milestone for Popcorn Heist the Podcast. We've been having a lot of those lately. And Nick, why is it such a big episode? It is such a big episode because we have our very first guest. Yep, this is the first episode that is not just Jake and I. Um, we have Tommy Fitzgerald on with us, and he is my cousin who he's seen more movies than anyone I've ever met. Um, he, he'll ask me if I've seen a movie, and I'll be like, nope, never even heard of it. And he'll be like, Nick, come on. So he, he knows a lot more movies than I do. Um, he he, lo- he loves to have some hot takes on them. He loves to roast them. He loves to roast some of the characters. Um, bring up a, a character you love. Chances are Tommy's going to roast them. Um, and yep, so that that's my little introduction, Tommy. Uh, why don't you say hi to, to Hello, to the everybody. Thank you for having me. And I, that is, uh, it's a very accurate statement. It is, it's a, it's a good point. <laughs> I mean, for anyone who read my, uh, my article on, the top 15 worst movie characters of all time. I mean, number one being, you know, Woody from Toy Story, I think kind of says spoiler. a lot about, spoiler <laughs> alert, it's been up for a little bit. Uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, I mean, the guy's a three-time attempted murderer and, you know, everyone's just like, oh, where's the cowboy hat? And says, Howdy, like, you gotta love him. You know, I, like to, uh, I like to watch movies and be able to kind of see through the uh, the smoke and mirrors that they give our, our heroes and our villains. As much I will say, as much as I may disagree with some of your hot takes, they always make me laugh, Tommy. You always like that. have a great way of framing them that makes people laugh. They always have support behind them too. Like you don't always agree, but you're like, you know what? That actually kind of makes sense. I'm not just gonna throw hatred out into the world and not have reasons to back it up. Like we don't, I we, mean, Jenny leaving her AIDS baby with Forrest. What a terrible person! Oh, she's horrible. Oh, the worst. Grandpa yeah. Joe. What a terrible. For so many reasons. We don't we don't create hate. <laughs> we don't create hate here at Popcorn Heist. It's no. well backed. It's well backed. Exactly. It's well supported. <laughs> I have reason to hate everybody. <laughs> but Tommy is a is a vital part of the Popcorn Heist team. He is one of our 
recent additions. And he's also the host of our Tuesday trivia. Um, if you guys ever participate in that on our Instagram account, he gets to roast you guys. We try to partake in a, a little bit too, but he's uh, the king of it, I would, I would say. Tommy's role is 50% roast, I would say, maybe even more. That's fine. I think that's been my role my whole life, to be honest. <laughs> you know, and trivia finally giving me a, a reason to, to make fun of people for not having the same pointless knowledge that I have about every topic. It's very exciting. <laughs> oh, man. Well, today's... Now we get to put that point, pointless knowledge to use. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. It took 25 years, but here we are. Well, today's episode is centered around a topic. Um, it's a it's a good episode to have Tommy debut, make his first appearance on Popcorn Heist podcast because it's a world of movies that is very easy to roast and very easy to normally um, shit on, for lack of a better word. So why don't we get into the quote of the episode and then we'll let you know what it is if you haven't read the title already. You probably know what we're talking about. But Nick, why don't right. you... So, so- Long-time listeners know Jake and I like to start episodes over a quote. We were roommates in college. We bonded over quotes. So we like to share a little of that with you guys, uh, something that applies to the topic. And this uh, this episode is about the Zack Snyder's Justice League, uh, the Snyder Cut, a.k.a. And um, the quote is directly from the Snyder Cut. We did tailor it a little bit to fit to, to take something that applied to the movie and make it apply a little bit more to us. And the quote is, anybody with a match can turn a house into smoke. But this turned smoke into a house. I don't know if we're all going to agree that the Snyder Cut did that and turned smoke back into a house. But um, <laughs> that's that's from what I'm hearing the general consensus. So that's the quote we chose. Um, I won't I won't say yet if I agree or not. This, but I'm sure we'll get into some discussion. Despite some differing opinions, I think we I think there will be some points throughout the episode where. There will be some fine points that we can say, yes, that turned smoke back into a house. But maybe we might not all agree, and I think it's going to be a fun discussion. But so for those of you who may not be in the loop with Zack Snyder's Justice League, I'll give you a brief little overview. Is Back in 2017, we had a little nice little movie that came out called Justice League. Um, <laughs> air quotes, quote unquote. Nice little movie. Nice little movie, <laughs> which... Uh, was a follow-up to Batman v Superman, and which was also a follow-up to Man of Steel. All made by Zack Snyder. Um, he's a director that started the DCEU to sort of compete with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The Avengers were making tons of money, and Warner Bros. was like, come on, we got the best superheroes in the world, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. We got to catch up to them. And frankly, there's a lot of debate over if Zack Snyder just wasn't handling the characters well or if the studio was rushing him but batman v superman was not critically received well um he had to leave the production of justice league midway because of a tragedy within his family and the reins were handed to joss whedon who cut up the movie turned it into frankenstein's monster and it was absolutely horrifying nick can attest to that joss whedon who also directed avengers 1 and avengers 2 right jake yep Mm mm-hmm Interesting. Very interesting. There's a lot of a lot, a something lot of... with that though is that I think uh, you know I, I personally loved it, but I think a lot of people complained about how kind of hokey Avengers: Age of Ultron was, and then Joss Whedon kind of did the exact same thing with Justice League, where it was supposed to be kind of a darker, more serious superhero movie um, to kind of counteract the lightheartedness of Marvel, and then he just turned DC into Marvel, and it was just not the same it was just not tried to i would yeah. say tried to yeah exactly. tried to throw in little pieces of, of avengers and marvel yeah. in there and it just kind of like little like snippy comments and that doesn't that didn't work yep. for 
these characters. Yeah, and there's a lot of weird stuff. Like if you hear, there was a whole controversy about how he mistreated the actors when he took took over the movie, and some weird stuff about how the actor said he was very disgruntled about how people received Age of Ultron and tried to turn this movie into some things he tried to do with that movie, which is very weird. But I digress. Um, so fans who were sticking by Zack Snyder's vision always assumed, well, there has to be a version of the movie that Zack Snyder saw to his vision. Like this can't be what he possibly could have hoped for the movie to turn out to be. And it was sort of like a fanboy pipe dream. No one ever thought it was going to happen, but fanboys and the angry internet people actually succeeded and bringing alive Zack Snyder's justice league, which HBO max said, Hey, we're going to release the Snyder cut. It was a big hashtag for a while. And whether you're a DC fan or not, you know, I feel like it's a huge turnaround for the film business. Like, well, there's always been director's cuts, but nothing that's been resurrected from the furthest depths of hell than, like, the lost, fabled, quote-unquote, Snyder Cut. So that's our little premise for the episode. Uh, we bo- we all watched the Snyder Cut recently. It came out last Thursday. And Nick actually watched the OG Justice League and the Snyder Cut, like, within the past few days, which is crazy. For the first time. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like, Tommy, when did you watch the OG Justice League? Like the year it came I out? I saw it in theaters. Oh, boy. I subjected myself to that. Oh, man. So just really quick, uh, you know, I so my brother is a huge Marvel fan. And um, I took the – I also am a big Marvel fan. But I took the side of DC being like, oh, DC will be better. Watch. And it's just like I, like I have a disappointing child that just disappoints me at every turn. It's It's unbelievable how – they just like the justice league movie in like the original one was just so bad and i like i built that up that it was going to be better than an avengers movie and good golly was it not you see like i always i always kind of like to it's interesting to think about how it's hard to tell from a trailer how a movie will be i find often it's really easy and then other times i'm like caught blindsided because i felt like some of the trailers for the og justice league Joss Whedon's, I was like, this movie's going to be good. And then it came out and it was just absolutely Except for my man. Oh, God. (laughs) When I saw that, I was like, this can't be good. (laughs) I I can't believe that got left in this one. I agree. I was (laughs) very surprised. I know. Well, they they took the orange out of that scene. They like The background wasn't completely orange. And I was like, I'm surprised (laughs) I I left that. I appreciated that, yeah. There were a few things that I was surprised that they left in, but uh, but what I think I think it was a lot of what Zack Snyder had, like it was his, and it would have been bad, and he was like, "I'm just gonna leave it in." Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, a lot, a lot. It was it was interesting to like as we watch this, like say like, "Oh, I remember that part from the OG Justice League." Oh, that's a new scene. Like, yeah, you know. Yeah, but uh, we're not gonna pick apart the entire OG Justice League today. We're gonna talk through the Snyder cut because it was over four hours long so we have a lot of material to break through but we'll kind of touch on elements of like how things were changed along the way uh why don't we just go around and give our initial like very brief short consensus of what you thought of Zack Snyder's Justice League overall uh Nick why don't you start okay I'll start I'm the newbie so I haven't I hadn't seen Justice League until two days ago and watched it absolutely hated it i was like that was that was the worst movie i've ever seen um like i i always said this about batman v superman i watched that somewhat recently a few months ago and i was like that was a chore to get through justice league honestly was a little bit worse 
Like it was just so rushed. It was like, oh, this, oh, this character is doing this. Like, here's an introduction to a character. Here's another introduction to a character. Whatever. And like, it felt like Transformers. They were like, here's these boxes in the middle of the movie that you've never heard of before. Like, here's this villain that is pretty much the worst villain I've ever seen in the original Justice League. He was horrible. He looked bad. He looked super CGI'd. He had no motivation. He was just like, take over world. Like, wasn't wasn't that cool looking at all. His CGI was terrible. I can't get can't emphasize that enough. And like, you didn't feel like the Justice League was a team. You didn't really get why Batman was putting the team together. Um, Superman, every scene with him is like super off-putting because half the scenes he has a CGI mustache and are it's very weird. Um, so hated the original Justice League. Lots lots wrong with that. Like you said, can't can't focus too much on that. Want to focus on the Snyder cut. Um, and then I watched the Snyder cut the day after I watched the original Justice League. Was not excited at all. Was like, how can you take that plot that I did not care about? How can you take that villain I didn't care about and make it any better? Like it, it was, it was just impossible. Um, was not excited to sit down for four hours. And honestly, I thought it was really good. I thought it was enjoyable. I thought it was really enjoyable throughout. I felt like a lot of, I, I felt like a lot of the characters got snubbed by a lot of the cuts and uh, uh, when they were able to actually build out their stories it it made for a much more enjoyable movie i felt like um steppenwolf the villain was way cooler and it's weird because he was in the snyder cut he was more someone's bitch where in the original one he was like the main villain but it was cooler when he was someone's bitch that he actually had scenes where he had conflict and he had like some type of motivation the cgi was way better which I'm sure that was because of a few years, um, a few years added on. Um, but yeah, I felt like a lot of, a lot of the Justice League, no movie really deserves to be four hours, but because the Justice League came in so early in the DCEU and Flash was introduced in this movie, um, Cyborg was introduced in this movie, Wonder Woman, she was in Batman v Superman before this, but I'm pretty sure the original Justice League came out before Wonder Woman. Uh, they had to like flesh out those characters a lot. So I felt like this movie kind of did need four hours because Cyborg was like my favorite character in the Snyder Cut. And I didn't even like him in, in the original Justice League. So I, I don't know. I feel like it had a lot more time to grow the characters. I felt like it felt like much more of a squad in this cut. Uh, and I felt like I actually cared what was going on a lot more than I did in the original. The original, I just wanted to end. So I, I felt like it was a win. It wasn't the best movie I've ever seen, but I felt like it was really enjoyable. Cool. Yeah. I, I, you'll find when, when we get around to me, uh, I, I agree with a, a lot of what you're saying. Um, have, have you seen you? I, I know you've seen Batman v Superman because you, you talk about how, how yeah. much you hate it. Have you seen Man of Steel also? I have. Yep. Okay. I, I have, but I don't know it like, like the back of my hand, but I have seen it a few times. Yep. Okay, cool. That'll be I, just for my reference so that we can talk about that later. Uh, all right, Tommy, let's hear your, your general consensus opening statements. What you thought. Of I would like cut. to have my four hours back. Um, <laughs> oh, an absolute nightmare of a movie. Oh God. So it was better than the original. I agree with Nick there, but I mean like better than the worst thing ever is still not, good necessarily it was just so long and i get it it's four hours and you know you're supposed to like sit down and watch it in six parts and all that nonsense but like i'm not gonna do that i'm gonna watch four hours when i sit down um and it was just it was so drawn out boring and and it 
I saw a thing that kind of perfectly described it. It's like um, DC. If you put DC movies with Marvel movies, like uh, kind of comparing them, it's like DC, the order that they went in to tell these stories was um, they went with putting Iron Man out first when they put out Man of Steel. And then the second movie they put out was Civil War when that was like Batman versus Superman. It was literally like they just introduced Wonder Woman. You had, I mean, she was never in a movie before. You had no prior knowledge of like who she was or like what this kind of this adaptation of her was going to be. And then uh, the next movie they released was Suicide Squad. So that would be like releasing Guardians of the Galaxy. And then they released an Avengers movie with, and it was basically uh, Avengers Infinity War. So it was like super out of order. And it was just like kind of like you can tell that they felt the pressure that Marvel wanted to that marvel was making this money so they wanted to kind of match them um and put out like their movies just like we have to get these out right now to kind of have an answer whereas marvel took 10 years to just to go through this entire story and they like slowly explained infinity stones and then villains and they intertwined the movies this one they were just like let's put all of our people right out there as fast as we can so the whole basis for a dc thing is like super flawed in my opinion like i think it's never gonna it would never work out though with the speed that they were doing it so it is unfair to say that like oh justice they never really got a shot they never they never had a fair chance to like actually you know succeed i i thought the original like nick i agree i thought the original was so bad i thought it was so you know it, it was a lot of cringy scenes like nick said with superman it was very like he's just kind of a bland superhero my one main issue is I, I was actually I was talking with someone about it and I actually explained they were saying like who's in the Justice League versus who's in the Avengers. If you say Iron Man, Captain America, Hawkeye, Black Widow, Scarlet Witch, like no one knows who those people are. The average person who's not a fan of Marvel or DC doesn't know who those people are. But if you say Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, The Flash, everyone's like, oh, okay, I know who all of those people are. They're probably the four most famous superheroes. How 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 do you drop the ball this badly with having like the heavy hitters that you have in that lineup going like with this specific movie? Uh, I mean, you know, I thought like it just built off of the bad movie they already created and they had extra, you know, descriptions of cyborg, which kind of like made him a more likable character. And they had the flash was kind of the comic relief and he was funny, but I just, overall, I just thought like, it's still, it was like a knockoff Avengers with the mother boxes and, and the story was just kind of like, I thought it was not a good story. I thought it felt kind of rushed and I just did not think it was at all a good movie. thought it was better, but it wasn't a good movie. Hmm. Okay. Well, I'm, I, I would say I'm somewhere in the middle of both of you on my end. I would say I, Tommy, I definitely agree with you that this was probably the best case scenario for how things have been built up like they've rushed it from the beginning shoved way too many things up there out there at first like i thought man of steel people were too harsh on i thought man of steel was a was an average superhero origin story like not perfect but still i was like okay like there's some potential here batman v superman just rushed in way like horrible suicide squad i hated i, I know that's one that that you like um i do <laughs> and I hate that one i hate yeah I, I hated it but this was the best possible outcome and i don't think that's a bad thing there are a lot of parts of the story that i didn't 
that I just didn't like the the parts of the story, but I think that it was a really enjoyable movie. Like I had a good time watching it and I was like excited to see like, all right, come on, like give me some good flash scene scenes. Like give me like more depth to this. Like give me some cool like Easter eggs that like actually make sense. Steppenwolf was probably my favorite part of the entire movie. I, I would say like, right. <laughs> Steppenwolf and dark side. I loved like, him this time around. The whole villain arc was like my favorite part of the, of the Snyder cut by far. I think I, but then again, even though I said this is the best possible outcome for how things have been going, you know, I'm interested to see, like, I was thinking about, it, I was like, what would I have thought of this movie if I had never seen the original and the first, the, the Joss Whedon version in the first place? I think I, I might I completely agree with you. I thought the same thing. I think I might feel different. I think I, part of my excitement might be bias where I hated the Joss Whedon version so much. And I really like wanted these characters to be good because I love, like I, I'm a much bigger Marvel fan than DC, but I can't deny that I love Batman, Wonder Woman, the flash Superman. I want to see that. They're like, I want to see them succeed. You know? I don't want right. to see the fail. Like I'm a comic. I don't hate on DC. I was on the other end of the spectrum. Like I think I I would have probably liked this movie more had I not seen the original. But the basis of the story was still there, and like most of the, pretty much all the scenes were still in it. Like they didn't really take much out. So I just still kind of had that sour taste in my mouth from like, oh, I hated that. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, like I I agree with you completely. Like I think if if they got. If this, if they never had the original, and this four-hour one was the first thing I ever saw from it, probably really would have enjoyed it. Yeah, it's it, it's hard to say. I mean, like, yeah, at, at a certain point, like before you had seen the original cut, Nick, I was gonna maybe even suggest, like, oh, maybe you shouldn't watch the original one and just watch. Zach yeah, that would have been interesting. And... I'm happy I watched the original first, though. Yeah, yeah. I, Can you I feel like so many of my. What's that? Wait, what? Can you imagine if you watch the original after? Like, uh, oh, I, I, I never want to watch the original ever again. I feel like <laughs> no a, a lot of my, a, a lot of my problem, even just to get into the actual movie early on, like I right in the beginning of the original, I was there were so many, I had so many issues. I was like, the mother boxes were like not touching the first few scenes, and it was like they came out of nowhere, and. Batman's like hunting the aliens. He's like, oh, there's a scout. Oh, we need fear to like find them. And it like splatters a picture of the mother box on like the wall. And he's like, that's how he knows about the mother boxes. It like doesn't make any sense. It it feels like Batman, they like skipped over Batman being like a, 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 like vigilante into him just like immediately looking for aliens. Like I feel like it didn't fit as well. And right in the beginning of the Snyder Cut, they like uh, it remediated all of that for me. It was like the first scene, mother boxes are touched. It's because they they wake up because Superman dies. It's like they say that in the original, but that's that's like much clearer in the uh, Snyder Cut. And Batman like is just scared of an alien. He's like kind of more of an Iron Man character where he's scared of more aliens coming, and he like kind of has heard whispers, but he doesn't actually see it coming until Wonder Woman comes to him, and that. Just in the beginning of the movie, that already made it like, okay, this actually is way more cohesive and makes a lot more sense. And I feel like I had time to like breathe in the beginning of it. And I wasn't just like, that's so stupid. And like, then I had to move on to the next scene. I actually had time to like understand what was going on. And like the Wonder Woman initial scene, like they just cut like probably 30 seconds from that whole fight with the actor who plays Bruce Bolton. And it 
like in the original they cut it. That's Roose Bolt. That's who just, he is. Yeah. Oh, oh my and it's just like, the guy who's robbing. He's, in, uh, he's the yeah. bank robber guy. Oh my god. Yep. I never realized. And yeah, in that scene, I feel like I it it was very similar, but I just liked it way more in the Snyder Cut because I had like. There was way more, like, you understood what the situation was. They, like, focused on, like, oh, they have hostages. They have the school who's on a trip. And there was, like, way better choreography. I don't know why they ever cut, like, 30 seconds to of that scene. Like, I, I don't know. I just felt like a lot of the scenes I had, like, a second to breathe. So I enjoyed them a lot more. I feel like it was more than 30 seconds, to be honest. Like, I loved that. Maybe. Scene. I loved that scene because, I mean, a lot of people, ha- like, don't like Zack Snyder. He He's known for using a lot of slow motion and a lot of yeah. people were like oh, Joss yeah. and Whedon. he does that and a lot of people were like joss whedon like specifically put in shots of one woman just to show off her her ass frankly and like they took that out in Zack snyder and like actually just focused on her being a badass like when she's just throwing the bank robbers against the wall and like their blood is splattering like, on the wall. <laughs> yeah i thought it was so like cool. blocking oh yeah that that scene was way better i yeah. feel like just the scenes were just way better it, yeah. it's it, it like like you said the original like kind of just jumped around like crazy and like shook you around like I, you had no time to process anything where Zack snyder like yeah it was really long but it almost felt like you were seeing like little snippets of like what each hero's lives were that like i don't know it was cool it, to me it was almost like you were getting like a mini mini stories within like this larger story and it like helped yeah. a lot. i also felt that the scenes being longer were uh or better than like, but my, I mean, they were much better than the original. The original, you know, like uh, movies like Nineteen Seventeen and Birdman, where it's like one really long take. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. original was like the complete, like the polar opposite. Like uh, it was like just a collection of 170 10 second scenes, and they just kept jumping. I was like, all right, now I got to pay attention to uh, to Batman. Okay, now I got to pay attention to Superman. Now I got to pay attention to Wonder Woman. Like it just kept on. I was like, there's just too many jump scenes. And and Zack Snyder had the same issue in Batman versus Superman. And I think a lot of people complain, like, it's just, it's too segmented of a movie. And then with this one, he kind of like took his time with each scene because I guess he wasn't, you know, crippled by a time limit of two hours. Now he just kind of said, double it. I'm going to make it four hours. And just one other thing, um, just another comparison to Marvel. The the term Infinity Stones is one of the coolest, like, phrases in movies. Mother boxes is such a so weird, bad. weird ass. Word. I thought they were going to take it out of the Snyder cut. It was ve- they didn't they just say kept... it for the first, and then while. they kept saying it, and then they would they wouldn't stop and it. They the kept mother boxes, it. like so dramatic, and it's just a weird term that I don't enjoy saying. Like Infinity Stone sounds cool. Infinity yeah. Saga sounds cool. Like what? What is this? The Mother Saga? I don't like that at all. <sighs> I'm very uncomfortable. And, honestly, I mean, honestly, it, it was a. A little bit better this time around. I still hate that they were called mother boxes, but Steppenwolf in the first one was just like, "Oh, mother! Like, oh thank you God. for calling me." Like he was like obsessed with like some mother calling him, yeah. and it was like not at all in the Snyder cut. Like they were called mother boxes, but he wasn't like talking to them as if they were like yeah, they really his mother, which up. Was, made him way better. Okay, like how his dominance in the fighting scenes was awesome. Like we're just watching yeah. him just ripped the uh the amazons apart really was like uh, like you don't see they don't show like thanos they showed a little bit of dominance when he fought the hulk but like they they gave like extended amounts of time to this guy just like constantly pummeling anyone that stepped in his mm-hmm. path and i like that a lot yeah i mean mother Bo- 
Yeah, it's not the best name, but like you can't fault Zack Snyder for that because that's like from the comics. It's like they're just called the Mother Boxes. Yeah, that kind of that was also one of my complaints about it though. Like, why go with this story? I don't understand why this is the one DC elected to be like, all right, because there's so many Justice League stories to go with. Why would they say like, all right, look, we have this one, and it's pretty much the same thing as Avengers, except it's significantly worse. So let's do that story after Avengers is already like they knew where Avengers was going with the Infinity Stones, what, like 2010, 2011. Mm -hmm. So why even try to compete with that story? Because there's so many other things you can do. Like, I mean, with Martian Manhunter, there's so many different stories. You could take you to space and there's aliens. They could have done the the super the thing they did in the epilogue could have been like the original. There's so many different ways they could have gone with it. And they went with the Motherbox one, which is just like a watered down infinity saga and i don't understand why they went with the mother also i can't express enough how disgusting it is to keep saying mother boxes i hate it i hate it we took it out of the quote of the episode thank god i appreciate that because it's the worst thing ever yeah i quickly to so i don't forget um my response to that tommy is that yeah like i feel like hollywood kind of has an obsession with using MacGuffins. like we need to have a MacGuffin in a movie to like further the plot where they're like okay like we need like some like object that that would draw the villain there where i feel like if they if it was all up to Zack snyder i feel like it would have been a better idea and i even think he might have went for this is to go straight over past the mother boxes and go straight for the whole anti-life equation plot that dark side looks for because that's like his main thing that turns superman evil and turns the world into that nightmare uh thing i mean i don't know uh, is I that think, what that was yeah I'll, we'll we'll Anyways, get into that later thank, but be, please explain I, 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 I am very lost it, it if you're if you don't know like about the comics then it's like hard to know what was going i'll we'll get to that later but well, yeah that's definitely yeah, a good I, way I was, to approach making a movie is i bet everyone read this comic book from 1970 <laughs> I was actually. Uh, we'll talk about the uh, the stuff with anti life later and everything, and, and we'll get to how, like how this changed my perception of uh, the comparison to Marvel and everything. But just to mention uh, Stephen Wolf and him pumping the Amazons, I feel like in the original, like we said, it's just like like we have to hit this plot point, we have to hit this plot point, we have to show this scene, this scene, this scene. Where in the Snyder cut, like you saw the box open with the Amazons in one scene, and you're like, oh. Something's going to happen. Like, you already know what's going to happen. You've already seen the scene in the original one. But you're, like, more looking forward to it and excited to see it. And then when that scene actually happens and they give, like, the queen the moment where she sees, like, all of it crumble and she sees, like, all those people die and it's, like, looking over the cliff and, like, then Steppenwolf comes back up. It's, like, just a, a few um, extra minute in that fight scene makes it so much more enjoyable. It's, like, a stupid chase scene in the first one that, yeah. like feels like so rushed and like just thrown in there and in the Snyder Cut it feels like an actual actual like action sequence like that could have been if they were to break this up into a mini series that could have been the end of an episode absolutely yeah I think it was so they ended up not doing that part, but right? that could have been a gr- great ending to an episode I would have been yeah. like that was a great episode the the but, action sequences in this were, were pretty unbelievable like the I love that it, they just like they were relentless trying to get the box away from him and then like the fight that like they made Mera look awesome in the or Mira whatever her name is they made her look awesome in the underwater scene like they really did a good job with making everyone look like really tough and then also making Steppenwolf look like a complete badass yeah Mm -hmm. so so two things one I think definitely agree with all the stuff about the Amazons like they actually like made them like badass in this movie like when they knew that Steppenwolf was coming 
and the queen was like, show them your fear. And they all went, we have no fear. Like that was off. Like, yeah, they're supposed to be like a badass group of women. And that was like, so cool. Like I felt like it was a much more of a cooler fight, much more fleshed out. And like you said, Nick, when she's just like looking over the cliff and Steppenwolf just comes back up and bodies them. Like it was so much like better. Like seeing all such a, Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I was just gonna like just seeing like when you see the entire army of like Amazons come over the hill and stuff. It was so yeah. cool. But and I, he he speaks to her too, uh, Steppenwolf. Oh yeah, he, he speaks her in the end. Yeah, Steppenwolf is like queen. Like I forget exactly what the speech is, but he like gives her like a little speech when they're like fighting on the grass. I think and yeah. it's like that's so cool. Why would you cut that? <laughs> they did. They've done such a bad job in all of the Marvel movies, uh, Marvel and all the DC movies with the Amazons, like. They're supposed to be awesome. Like, and I know, like historically speaking, they are like badasses in everything that they do. And then in like Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four, they literally open the movie with a child beating or should have been beating these women in a competition by like a lot. Like the like these are supposed to be like the great athletes, and there's like I know she's Wonder Woman, but like she's a kid, and like mm, these, yeah. they just don't make them look like super intense like great warriors like they're supposed to be and and now this one finally like actually made them into like really awesome warriors to watch fight like i really mm-hmm. enjoyed that scene i enjoyed that one more than probably any other fight scene in the movie yeah um one thing i want to touch on before i forget also as you brought up mira is can we talk about how she has a british accent in this movie and she <laughs> doesn't have one in aquaman <laughs> Does she really? I didn't know that. No. She, yeah. She's no I guess she has a British accent now. Yeah. I, 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 I didn't notice it because I haven't seen Aquaman, but I was watching a video yesterday and someone was like, oh, she has a British accent now. So I, that did happen. Like, I was, British don't think, I was like, I, I, I don't know, actually. I think she's Australian in real life or something. Um, it doesn't make any sense. Like, it it's not like, make, oh, I forgot to do an accent or a white <laughs> I don't get it. I like i i didn't see the aquaman movie but i know from the trailers and seeing clips of it on youtube that she speaks in a like regular american accent yeah. and um <laughs> like i was so cool i was trying to like did i just like imagine that she was like arthur like you must take your mother's trident and i was like what, you, what? <laughs> okay. but at least uh... born and raised in texas Okay, so very opposite of Australian or British. But I, I do, I do like that. Um, not that she was British. I mean, I, that's okay. I don't really care about accents, as we know. Scarlet Witch is my girl. Um, but lazy. I, I like that. Um, I like that. I feel like Avengers does a good job, especially in the later Avengers movies, where like when a character, like Thor, for example, they like bring back in his mother. Um, and like I feel like this movie did a better job of like Aquaman's in it, so they they like focused a little bit more on the Aquaman characters because like it, it like feeds into the universe a little bit better. Like they brought in Willem Dafoe's character, which was cool. Um, they actually use Mira in the fight when she tries to like pull the water out of Steppenwolf. Way cooler scene. Oh, I forgot about that. Um, yeah. yeah, and and I feel like they just used it. I feel like they did a better job of like using the side characters, which is something that's kind of important. Mm-hmm. I I have an issue with them introducing this many main characters in a movie to have them all like be there is fine. Like I, in, I think like uh, a perfect example is like the Avengers had, you know, every single one of them appeared prior to Avengers, mm-hmm. even Loki, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yep, like even Loki appeared prior to the Avengers. Like everyone, you kind of, you knew who everyone was They gave everyone an awesome backstory, except Hawkeye who, didn't really get a backstory for like five more movies after that. So, I mean, other than that, like 
everyone had a backstory that you knew going in. And then like, even so then they introduced, uh, say in Civil War, Black Panther and Spider-Man. You didn't get any background on Spider-Man, but you didn't really need it. And you didn't get any background on, you got a little bit of background on Black Panther. But again, it wasn't super necessary that you knew his whole origin story. It's like super necessary to know Aquaman's origin story and Wonder Woman's origin story and uh, I'm cyborg. They kind of explained, but like Flash, like I still have no idea where Flash came from. Or at that point, you were supposed to not have any idea where Wonder Woman came from or where Aquaman came from. And Aquaman, it was such an important part of the movie because he was the link to the Atlanteans. It's just like weird. That's what I'm saying. Is is uh, it goes back to it being like super rushed. Like, all right, we need money. Let's just put this out there and hope it explains itself. And it did not. Like I it. Had I not seen Aquaman, I would be like, uh, so he hates the Aqua people, but he helps the Aqua people. I don't really understand what's going on with that. I know they're not called Aqua people, but that sounds a lot cooler, doesn't it? It, it, mm-hmm. it does sound cool. I'm an um, Aqua person. What's up? I, I felt like they did a good job of also, like Nick mentioned it earlier, of they felt more like a team. Like they all felt connected in some way is one way they d- were able to develop that like the Amazons and the Atlanteans have a history together. Like I feel like in the, in the original cut, like you felt like Aquaman was just kind of there. And I, w- I will say out of the main crew of justice league heroes, I think Superman and Aquaman were my least favorite in the Zack Snyder's justice league. I, I agree with that. <laughs> but um, I felt like there was a much like it, it made me like vibe with their relationship more like at, like I think they even had like a little moment like Wonder Woman and Aquaman where they were like, oh yeah, Amazon's Atlanteans have never gotten along. Wait, stuff. are you saying that was a positive? That was my, f- I, I thought that was the most cringeworthy scene in the whole movie. Which is like, my I people have that. a saying. And they, he was like, oh my God, my people have the same saying. And she was like, well, oh my yeah, God. I didn't need that time. Maybe we're not so different. I was no, like, I- what are we doing here? This is so, <laughs> what am I, six? I don't want to watch this. No, not that, but like I like she knew when they were watching the video that Lex Luthor had on his flash drive of him in deep water, and she's like, "Oh yeah, he must be an Atlantean." Like her knowing all the stuff that was pretty cool. Yeah, Yeah. I agree with you there. Um, And also in the original, I don't even know that Aquaman and Wonder Woman had a team together. Aside from like a like, how do you build up a team relationship if two of the characters don't even have like a scene at all? They don't even talk the whole movie. I feel like that. I I don't love that specific to quote thing, but I like that you like see them as people and they're like talking they're like actually talking as people yeah they didn't you know I mean? make and- these characters super likable like i i as a human being i think robert downey jr is the worst like i don't think he i hate him i think he's such a tool but like i think tony stark is like an awesome character and they really made robert downey jr super likable so when he calls thor point break like that's like a hilarious thing to me so they kind of like they humanize them a little bit in the Marvel movies, but then in this one, like in my eyes, Jason Momoa can do no wrong. Like I, that man, everything he's in, he's, he's unbelievable. Like he was great. And I thought I liked Aquaman. I thought he was great in that. I, he was awesome in, um, you know, that other movie. Oh, he was in game of Thrones. He was in Johnson family vacation, like way before he was famous with Cedric the entertainer, which is an unbelievable movie would recommend, <laughs> but like he, everything he's in, he's funny. He's good. He's like a charming guy. And they don't, use that they don't use like how he's like a kind of a witty funny guy like even game of thrones kind of exercise like cal drogo being kind of like a cool dude they tried a little bit with aquaman but they just didn't give it enough time so i think like that's another thing the character development is like super lazy and in the snyder cut even 
Yeah, I, I, more so in the Snyder. Like not not even lazy. It was just like they didn't do it well. Like they didn't do it correctly. I thought like there were so many better directions to go. Like don't put him in a cheesy scene with Gal Gadot being like, "Oh my God, our people are the thing." I like that scene. Oh, I hated that scene. It was <laughs> I, so like they're neither of them are like that. Like neither of their characters are like someone's like we're not so different. You and I like what? Who I don't like the quote specifically part of the yeah. scene, but I like that they're like referencing like we exactly. I love that. But I they like should that. have done it in like a way that would have made more sense for no, them, no. the people rather than the characters. No, obviously there's some dialogue points like there we'll, we'll get into, it, but there's some dialogue points that like I was like that this is weird and cringy, but yeah. I, I do like that they built up more connections that made sense rather than in the original cut. I think the only line of dialogue that Aquaman shares with Wonder Woman is when he's just like, "Damn, you're gorgeous!" Like, and then yeah, has, and I was like, "I like, like that. I think that's yeah. funny." <laughs> <laughs> um, I also feel like. I feel like I, I agree with you what you said earlier. Like it's impossible just the nature of this movie when it comes so early in the DCEU, like it's possible to build up all these characters. I feel like that justifies the four hours for me. Like obviously I wouldn't have wanted to see a four hour movie in theaters, but I am happy that this got released on like HBO max where you could digest it at your own pace, because this movie has to be four hours to introduce cyborg flash pretty much introduced wonder woman and aquaman too i know a lot of people have seen those movies now but i i feel like i got a lot more from this one than the original one and i actually came out of the movie liking most of the characters i agree aquaman and superman probably the least but definitely superman the least in this movie yeah uh, but i still liked aquaman and i feel like the scenes in the original that he, he like kind of had a thing with cyborg where he like didn't trust him but in this one he like sympathized with cyborg which was like way cooler and it show it shows they like have some type of connection they have some type of like empathy for each other i feel like this did a better job of me being like okay this is a squad they're going into the final battle together yeah if you, you know what? cyborg would you want to hang out with him because like everyone he's no. around just dies. like yeah. i mean the guy was in the car when his mom died he literally watched his dad die like which was the great guy that they like, caught do you want to hang out with that guy like i definitely don't like <laughs> they tried to make him in the original they made him like this tortured soul and i was like well what's he got to be so sad about he was half a robot he could see all the computers in the world uh they should have just explained like hey he watched both of his parents die decades apart like his life is a nightmare and they just didn't even address that and he almost um, died. and this yeah and that like i mean he probably he should he did die he was half a body much, yeah. and then yeah. like also like i couldn't figure out like why his father why he hated his father for like creating him like saved your life pal be nice i was saying to jake the entire justice league has daddy issues Batman, literally all Zeus of them. Is, is Zeus is Wonder Woman. Aquaman has died. I don't. I haven't seen Aquaman, but it looks like he's got something going down there. Flash, Cyborg, uh, kind of Superman. Superman was Superman a little bit, but not not a hundred percent. But yeah, lots One of daddy issues going on there. I mean, Marvel has an unbelievable supporting cast. The ca the supporting cast outside of the heroes of of DC may never be beaten again. Like Diane Lane the greatest she's superman's mom and then kevin costner is his dad but he's not really in it but then russell crowe is his real dad and he's not really in it they have billy crudup's in jail he's flashes dad. like I yeah, mean, there's so many actor, yeah. unbelievable actors and actresses yep. like jeffrey oh, dean morgan is, uh, batman's dad robin wright oh Not and it's Lauren cohen is his mother right yep and then Robin Wright is in it. She was she didn't give anyone okay. an AIDS baby in this movie. That was nice of her. <laughs> I mean, like, it's just so many. And then, like, they make Wonder Woman's, like, the queen of the Amazons 
an absolute nobody. Like, how do you not find someone to play that role? To she be was cool though. I like her. As, oh, as I think a she's monster. a great. She was fine. Like she filled too, the role yeah. fine. But like Robin Wright being like the sidekick, you yeah. would expect like, oh, they're going to get like Meryl Streep to be the queen. I guess she would really fit in <laughs> Meryl spot, Streep. Like, how do you not get oh, someone huge for that? It was just weird. And um, oh, like Amy Adams, she's in it too. She's great. Yeah. Um, not as well as Lane though. No, I, I agree. Not not as a lot of stuff she's done, but there are some things she's done where she's been great. Um, Nick, you said something I just wanted to – you said like you didn't like Superman. I think you both said you didn't like Superman or Aquaman. I need justice for Ben Affleck as Batman. The man, he can act. He's a good actor. Ben Affleck's good in everything he's in except probably that movie that everyone hates it. Jiggly, I think it was. The man – He's a good actor, and he was a really good Batman. He was good for this spot, I thought. I thought he was really – I enjoyed him being like the old, worn-down, like crotchety old Batman. I thought that was fine. See, something – see, I was – I stood up for Ben Affleck before I saw Zack Snyder's Justice League because I was like, I think he's a very good Bruce Wayne. Like I, when I see him act as Bruce Wayne, I'm like, that's – he has the, the physical like brute of like – like what you envision Bruce Wayne in like the animated series and like the Dark Knight, uh, the Arkham games and stuff like that. Like the fight scenes are really cool. Like his outfit, like I don't love the bats symbol, but it's pretty cool. But I'll be honest, I wasn't really vibing with his whole like that he was like the Nick Fury type character bringing everyone together. I really they, liked how he do that. I think it's they needed to give it to someone because Superman was dead. I, I liked him as the nightmare version of Batman. I thought that bat version of Batman with Ben Affleck was awesome, but I felt like Batman is not really the type to be outgoing and going around. Like he's the type that's like stoic and like the hard ass and like the realist, like yeah, where I some agree. people are like, like Superman would be like, we need to like go find people and put a team together. And Batman would be like, be the one like this guy's not ready. Like he, he's not, 100%. he won't be, he won't be able to like, do it like when, when we get down to it and he'd yeah. be like really vetting people you know you need a guy I'm, I'm, to come in and be like the like you said the nick fury like i think it was was it the suicide squad end scene when they show him talking to amanda waller like viola davis yeah. being the the person to do that would have been really cool like that would have been an, a, a good thing to have her because she's kind of like she's mean and she she's like no nonsense so like her showing up i know she's not really like the comics didn't have her being the one that recruited the team but like that would have been really cool if she was like coming in and, you know, like Aquaman like mouths off to her and then she's like, no, no. And he's like, oh, wow. Like that, that could be an, like a really good wrinkle to bring in. And they didn't. And I agree that it is weird to have Batman be the guy that's like, we need to save the world. Like Batman is the kind of guy who says, like, I could do it all on my own. Yeah. That's what I says. I work alone. I don't mind the, um, him recruiting people. I, I, it didn't, it didn't make, it didn't off put me. It's not my, I don't love it. I don't hate it. I just can't get over his freaking face in that mask. He just looks like chubby and like weird. And like his voice, his voice is actually pretty good, but he just looks weird. I It's weird. It's weird. And like, I feel like if you've ever seen Bruce Wayne and you see Batman, it's like so clear that he's Bruce. He looks, he, it looks like Ben Affleck in a Batman mask. I, I just, that he's off putting there. I agree with about the, the face and the mask. It does. It, like Christian Bale, you could tell he had like a chiseled jawline when he was in the okay. mask, and like George Clooney, you could tell. But like him, it just looked like it looked like he just ran all the way there when everybody else flew there, and he was just like super out of breath the entire. Like, oh my god! Like, like you know what I mean? Like he just he just right. seemed. I get he's supposed to be the older like 
Batman that like is kind of retired but is coming out to save the world, but like not not that way. Like th- they could have made him like get into. I mean, I, I think he was supposed to be technically in great shape for that role, but like it just didn't. Some people just don't have the face to do that. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, yeah. He, he in there. I don't see his face. He, he got he got super buff for that role, but I yeah. I will agree that he does like the face like fit a little weird. But, but have um, you ever seen a movie Ben Affleck was in that he was bad in? I, to be honest, I'm not the biggest fan of. Him. I think he's a good actor, but I'm not the biggest fan of him just because like there's some actors where like you just look at them and you're like, yeah, I could, that's I, could I could do without him and Matt Damon get like no credit at all. They're both unbelievable actors. Oh, I love Matt Damon. I think he's Jersey great. Girl. What a movie! But um, I never seen Jersey Girl actually, but oh God, that's, that's on my so list. Um, that's a that's one of the top five chick chick flicks of all time. Like, it's right under P.S. I Love You. I think. I haven't seen that one either. Oh my gosh, Jake, we gotta hang out. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll have a, a rom com night for popcorn heist. Um, so I think the last, so let let's try to take things in in sequential and get back to that. So I think the last thing we talked about really was uh the Amazon scene, and we talked a little bit about the Atlantis scene. So one thing that I kind of liked about the progression of Steppenwolf's story is that I feel like in the original cut, he kind of just like popped up and just knew where the mother boxes are where i kind of liked how so it was part of his story that like he was going after the mother boxes on his own without dark side because there was clearly a thing where he needed to earn his respect and like he was interrogating like atlanteans like find out where the mother boxes were like he was like really like showing like that he had to work for it and i don't know it made him more like cool as a villain like that he had to actually go find where the one in atlantis was and yeah I like I like that he was someone's like little bitch. Even though you would think that would make someone a worse villain, I think it made him a way better villain. I don't think we needed exposition every two seconds of him being like, "I still am looking for the box," and the person being like, "Well, find it." But um, I agree. I like that he had to struggle for it. And I think in the original, like the only one he had to struggle for a little bit was the third one. Um, but but yeah, I, I liked I liked that a lot better, and I, I like that they showed. I mean, this is this might be getting a little bit ahead of ourselves, but I like that they showed him getting the third one and the cyborg's dad sacrificing himself for it. Like that was a way cooler scene than it was just like, oh, where's the mother box? And you see a beam, and it it takes it. Like it, it actually was like they lost someone, they lost cyborg's dad losing the third box. So yep. I, I don't know. I feel like they like focusing on Stephen Wolf scenes and him actually like getting there and like kidnapping people and getting the boxes. It, it made it for a better movie for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, two things. What was the plan if if Justice League succeeded and they got to the next one? Like, were they going to be like, oh, Cyborg's dad died that day? Were they, and like, they just never showed it? And like, a major character just, you know, like when he died, like, that wasn't in the original. No, he's in like the end scene, like showing, like working with Cyborg to like change his form. Like, he looks right, like so, Cop. So he's alive. So they weren't going to kill him after that. Okay, so yeah, I guess what they a had great it. scene. Yeah, I mean, I love that scene. I thought it was awesome. I'm like, I like that they realized after, like, oh, he was doing it to save the world. I thought that was a good idea. I'm always um, for a character death that builds. Yeah, builds another character. I also, always there was it. a line that confused me. Like they showed Steppenwolf be like the man the whole movie. Like he was, he was awesome. Like, he was dominating the Justice League until Superman showed up because Superman's just like a cheat code, which is just the lamest superhero. But like. They had him when when they show uh, Dark Side walking away, and they're like, "I told you he'd fail." 
like if he's that good of a fighter, what fighters does Darkseid have in his arsenal that they're like, oh yeah, no, that guy, he's a loser. He'll definitely fail. Like that means they could have had some like really cool villains. You know what I mean? Like if like he was supposed to be like a, like a lackey almost like, uh, like Ronan was in the original, um, was it Guardians? Guardian, Guardian, yeah. 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 So like, he was just like a lackey of Thanos. Like, if this guy was just like a like a low level guy, that they might have had some really cool. I think I mean there are really cool villains in DC that they really could have gone with, and it's a shame that they're not going to be able to do it now because, um, like after seeing what they were able to do with this, it's it is a shame because they do have a good like foundation to to build off of with just with the cast of characters they have in like the DC. It's it's a big shame because if it, I will get into this later, but Zack Snyder has been talking about like what his plans were for the for the second and third Justice League, and not only like with Dark Side, I'll I'll say that in this movie, Dark Side was a little bit more of like the generic evil bad guy, like oh I I just want to conquer the multiverse and stuff. But like I feel like would have been cool to see him like fulfill that nightmare Earth that we see Batman having a dream of. Um, but I'll get into I'll get into it later, but. Uh, Zack Snyder's plans for Justice League 2 would have utilized like all like the classic like DC villains to like make like an uh, Injustice League, which would have been like really, really cool. Um, yeah, that would have been really cool. Yeah, but that's we'll talk about that later. Um, I'm trying to think. So one thing, what did how did you guys feel about I was surprised that the interaction with Batman trying to recruit Aquaman wasn't different in this movie i thought that was all joss whedon that did well they added they added singing (laughs) they did add singing so weird it was very weird the music as a whole they had to not do that overbearing like uncomfortable this every time wonder woman was on and just like that weird (laughs) it sounds like spy kids her theme a little bit yeah it made me like uncomfortable i didn't like it I love. I kind of liked it when she would do it, and it would be like. Dur, dur, dur. Wait, are you ta- are you talking no, about like no, no. her Thunder Woman theme, or the one that was like, oh, it's like yeah, the choir, the like singing. I uh, like the Wonder Woman uh, like guitar theme is awesome. I think that's like one yeah. of the best ones like they've the had. It's very Spy Kids. The, 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 yeah, the chanting. It is very Spy Kids. I didn't know what you meant. I was like, what did I miss? A scene in Spy Kids where they had like muck <laughs> chanting. The 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 chanting in in this like it was every time she was on screen like somebody I saw a video somebody put up I think it was on TikTok of like I've seen a guy yeah. Wonder Woman goes to the fridge to get dinner and she like opens it up and it does the chant like oh and he just like looks <laughs> and I'm like what's happening I don't understand what what we're doing and I felt the same way like it just every time she did anything she sits at a computer chanting. She she takes a step outside <laughs> chanting like it was just very weird. I didn't I did thought it was an oddly placed. But anytime they had the theme song going, I that that's a good theme song. Yeah, the weirdest part about the soundtrack, the new soundtrack to me, was that they had some two scenes in particular that should have been like super sick, like really awesome scenes. The first one is when Aquaman is like slowly like walking into like the sea and like drinking the whiskey, and then the, the waves like overtake him. And the second one is cool Flash's scene. slow-mo scene where he's saving Iris West from the car crash. And it's just like a slow like piano ballad like playing throughout both of them. And I'm like – oh, I kind of like, like the piano ballad in the Flash one. I don't know. It was a little off-putting to me, for the, especially for the Aquaman one because like he's like walking yeah. in slow-mo, like drinking whiskey. And I was like – It should have been like, give me like ACDC. A, yeah, like give me like a badass like that Aquaman really cool. theme. The Flash like, scene you know? reminded me – it felt like they were trying to mimic uh, – 
Quicksilver and the X-Men movies running around not to the the rhythmic song. Time in a bottle. To time in a bottle. It yeah. reminded me of that a little bit where it was just like he can slow things down and everything is like super casual for him. But like the actor wasn't showing that it was super casual. Like he was like eyes wide open, like freaked out. Like if they had a better soundtrack for that, I think it would have been better. Yeah. But the Aquaman one, I agree. If they had like I mean ACDC or like if they had like Led Zeppelin playing or some like really like a hard rock song that would have been a really he would have been super super likable after that because mm-hmm. that's what it is people like badasses people don't like like intense brooding like weirdness they like just play like a cool song that people like like look at Guardians of the Galaxy that movie is like okay but then you had the soundtrack in and it's unbelievable like okay I don't know about okay, okay. That's a it's, it's, <laughs> it's a good movie it's not, I, I, it's not how I meant it I meant the movie is much more improved by yeah, I like Guardians of the Galaxy it's just it's improved by the soundtrack if like a good song really makes the scene even better and a bad song can make it much much worse and they yeah. I think they made this one much worse that that I that I agree with um right Nick, Nick, did you have any opinions on on those two scenes? I, I like the the flash car scene. I'm, just, I'm I feel like it was a crime to take it out. I I, I I feel like the more if you have a super speed character, the more you do slow motion scenes, the better it's going to be for me. Um, one scene is moving on to a scene that we should probably talk about anyway. Um, one thing that I liked from the original, and I liked it again, like I loved in the original in the first place, was when Wonder Woman's like jumping for a sword, and Flash like runs around the whole circular thing and like tips the sword to her i feel like i love that scene. that was the one thing that i was like okay i like that because it's actually showing people's like help like their powers helping each other which reminded me a little bit of avengers um like kind of combo moves and it's like why wouldn't flash just help out every single person there so i i, I like that and um just talking about that whole fight sequence i feel like it was a lot better in this version i did kind of like the in the original when he Batman was like save one person because flash was like nervous but it was weird that they were like just standing there while people were getting murdered. Um, but yeah, that whole fight sequence in like the sewer, I thought was was awesome, and I liked the um, like chirps between Steppenwolf and, and Wonder Woman in that scene too. Yeah, that that was a. I think it was much better than the original. One thing that I did like is that I feel like Cyborg, like we've we've all agreed that he was vastly improved in this version. Mm-hmm. But like in the original version of the movie, I feel like a lot of what he did. Like he would just like not really do much. And when he did do something, he was just like very monotone and like would stand there and like interface with the computer. Whereas yeah. in this one, like he sees like Steppenwolf like about to like And he jumps in guy, and he jumps in and like attacks so cool. him like head on. Like he actually had like passion and like he's a, a yeah. human too. You know, he's not just like a they guy who's like, when Whoa. they when they bring Superman back, they show it again, like he's going to walk towards Batman and Cyborg like comes in like all of his I don't know, like jets behind him like clearly going the other way like he's trying his hard to push back and he couldn't do it but like they showed him a little bit fighting more i think but at the same i don't think that guy's a very good actor like i don't i've never seen him in anything else i don't think but like he's a newbie yeah. i think I, I think like had you gotten like to play him i i mean i he's always my go-to for like a younger guy of like in that man i would say like michael b jordan would have been like awesome in that role like I he might be a little too old though who michael b jordan yeah yeah how old is like Michael B. Jordan? He's probably like 30, I want to say. Is that too old? Well, you know. I thought he'd be 30. I feel like, like you need 37 when he was. 
Okay, Kanicki was yeah. thirty-seven in Greece, sir. I love I love Michael B. Jordan, but, I, um, but yeah, you know what I'm saying. I think it, if that character requires like a really good actor because he has to be like yeah. conflicted and wanting to help, but also wanting to be his own guy, and he's just not a very good actor. Like he was, like you said, he was very like monotone, very like I'm gonna go fix the gotta, computer, and they would be like, "Do you, do you, do you need help?" Like, actor, the actor looks like he's CGI'd. Like, oh yeah, I, like. I, half I, of him, I, like I, I thought that like that was just bad CGI in the first movie, and then the, when they has, showed the scenes of him as like a regular human being, he also like looked like he was like CGI. Yeah. Like he looked like he was part of a video game. I never it thought I would say this about a person, but his skin was too clear. Yeah, like, you can look no, like, like, like It's unbelievable. He, he just, he just, I agree. He looked like he was like a, a blurred out version of a human being. He just got beautiful skin. What yeah, is he? he he's using Claritin or something. What? It, <laughs> I think that's what is that? What is yeah? What is it? But what is it? Yeah, that's yeah. Claritin. What? No. What's the? um... You might have allergies. You don't know. (laughs) What's proactive? Proactive. That's what it is. Proactive is another one. Yeah, doesn't sound like it at all. But But yeah, I mean, it's not bad. It it kind of like fits the character that he does look CGI. But I thought it was bad CGI at first. But now seeing him as like a real person, it was like, oh, he actually looks like that. Um, I was also going to say, what did you think of the super, Superman revival scene versus the original one? I I expected it to be a lot different. It was definitely changed. It, it, not by much, though, I don't think. I feel like the whole thing where Aquaman was like, wait, stop it now. And like like uh, Cyborg had that vision was like very different. That I and loved. They, like, I, I they loved were like it. half of them like stopped. And then Flash like turns time back a little bit in it, which like kind of foreshadows the final battle but he, that doesn't happen in the original where the box starts coming up and the picture starts coming up yeah but again it's not by that much that was changed. i feel like that was so much better the, the main thing that i liked that was changed is that the ship like was warning them that like don't do this like and cyborg yeah, was, that was cool too and cyborg was like this is a bad idea like maybe we shouldn't do this and, and then he gets the vision and aquaman's like no and then batman's like Good. yeah that was another really lame moment when he's like no and he's like did you say go and then he goes oh, was like oh my true. god yeah, but there, that, was, yeah, there was, that was one of a, very, of a good amount of lame moments. Like, oh my god, like at least they took out the brunch line. What's the brunch line? I don't remember. One the flash, line. Oh, there was such a Marvel line that was in the original where he was like, Flash, like, yeah, I don't have many friends. This is earlier in the movie, but he's like, yeah, yeah I don't have many friends. What's brunch? Like, I don't uh, get it. Like, yeah, oh they, made, they made yeah. Flash a little too childish, I think, and they didn't really take enough of the childish out in this one. Like I there I were like, some scenes. I, like like, I thought he was fine, but I think there were a lot of scenes where I was just like, "All right, like let's get this guy off the screen before he pisses me off." Here, I, I'm not crazy about Ezra Miller as Flash, to be honest. I, I like him. Like F- Flash is one of my favorite. I probably he's up there, like right under Batman is probably Flash is one of my favorite DC characters. Just cause I love his like whole story and his powers and stuff, but I just not crazy about Ezra Miller as Flash. Do you think is it is the guy's name Grant? Gustin, is that his name? Grant the guy who does him on TV. Do you think he has a right to just like go and just eviscerate Ezra Miller off this planet, like for taking that role from him? Because I got to tell you, like I watched Arrow and I didn't watch Flash, but I watched Arrow and he was in Arrow a lot. Mm-hmm. He's a great Flash. Like he was, he's I a great he was Flash. Fine. Yeah, so I, I watched. The I, I guess he's not like box office appeal, but what is Ezra Miller? Because I've never seen that guy in anything either. He's like a poor man's Justin. He's Long. in uh, Fantastic Beast. I've never but seen yeah. that. Yeah, but yeah, I don't. <laughs> i've seen the uh 
I've seen the first season of the Flash show, and like, yeah, he's a great Flash. Yeah, right? I think he's he's fine, and I like I I kept every time Ezra Miller would put on the mask and talk, I would like, oh, is that Justin Long playing him? Oh no, it's not Justin. Like he it does, he does look he like sounds Justin Long. and looks just like him. Why he not does. just get Justin he Long? Does. At least Justin Long's kind of funny. Honestly, that would be a good cast. That would be a good <laughs> cast. Yeah. Um, too jokey, but like Paul, yeah. Paul Rudd ended up working out for Ant Man. Yeah. yeah, that's a great casting. Yeah. yeah. Also, um, b- back to the Superman scene. I feel like the original version of it, when he like lifts up Batman and is like, "Let won't let me live, won't let me die." Like it could have been uh, an okay line if it wasn't like so off-putting that he like can't move his mouth because he has a CGI mustache. Can I ask like, a question? What? Did they bury him in sweats and no shirt? No, he had slacks on. Yeah, it was he, like just okay. It. Did they yeah, bury him in slacks and no shirt? Why oh, did he come he, out shirtless? In sweatpants. <laughs> like, it, it, I literally thought, like, oh, he's just fighting in, like, sweatpants. But, like, did he – they don't show him, like – I didn't even think of that. He just comes up and he's just standing there, like, hey, what's up? Like, where'd your shirt go, pal? Like, I don't understand what's going on here. Yeah. It's yeah, a weird – shirtless. Shirtless. It's like an uncomfortably long in. scene where he's just fighting in, like, suit pants now that I'm finding out. It's even worse than sweats. Mm-hmm. It's a very odd thing. And they're, like, the pants don't move on the guy, like – they fit perfectly and they're just like very it's an odd like weird scene that he's i didn't like it and i don't I, it was very weird i also we thought this? it was exactly what oh, i, I thought it was better this time around it was fine it still wasn't again it's better this time still not good um yeah, yeah I, I can see that that was not the best scene ever he, that was a, the he's... perfect scene to explain why i hate superman like this guy the justice league is like the best yeah. superheroes and this guy just comes in and just dominates and like nobody stands at nobody lands a punch not a single he's, one yeah, he's yeah I don't like when one character is too powerful either. The one he's thing I didn't pig. think was cool was when like uh, Flash is running and like looks at him and then his eyes just like move at normal yeah, speed. Yeah, that was a good scene a, in the original too. Yeah, that's a cool scene. That's a cool idea. Um, but like, let let some like when Wonder Woman went to go do the like the thing with the wristbands. Fifteen different times. Yeah, and how does no one ever see it coming? How was Superman the first person to be like, oh, you know what I should do is just hold one. Like mm-hmm. how does how does no one ever think like oh let me do that, but like she just she like she doesn't even get to do that and like Batman doesn't even fight it was just a, it's a very I thought it was like exactly the reason why people don't like Superman. Yeah the the probably the main part of the main my main issue with the story of the Snyder Cut like we uh, you guys mentioned that you didn't like the name of the mother box like I that I didn't really have a big of a problem with the mother boxes the main part of the Snyder Cut that I didn't like is that unanimously they're all like, even Batman, which I feel like is so uncharacteristic of Batman, no matter how much he made a promise to Superman, which I like, like, yeah, like, oh, he li- he's a guy that lives by his word, but still like that his whole MO was like, we need to bring back Superman. Like he's the our world's only hope. Like, you know, like, yeah, I did not, I thought that's such a weird way to bring him back. Like it's, and he's not even that like great in the movie, Superman. Like, I feel like, he again. He was my. He was him and Aquaman were my least favorite. Well, I mean, he does movie. defeat Steppenwolf. He like, bam, ice cut. I know, but uh, like, <laughs> if you watch that, like, okay, Superman. I agree with Tommy. Like, you're too OP. If you watch that scene, like, he's literally just like punching Super Steppenwolf. Like, it's not that. Yeah. It, like the other parts of the fight I are cool, Superman. but it's literally Superman like just having Steppenwolf on the floor, just like boom, boom, oh, yeah. boom just like pounding when, his face, and he, I'm like, okay. When he like takes Wonder Woman and just like. Flies a little and goes bam. 
yeah. actually really enjoyed the headbutt part. I thought that was really cool. Like she headbutts him, he's like, oh yeah, and then just flies off and like, oh, and just they break the ground. That was awesome. Have you guys ever seen? Um, I think it's Funny or Die did it. it might have been College Humor. Pete Holmes plays Batman. I think it's called Bad Man. Uh, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, I love There's those. It, they're I there's like I think they're like an hour and like somebody super cut them together in a YouTube video. I've watched it like five times. Like it's this there's one where he has with Superman and he's like he I think they're like making fun of him and he says like you're people don't like you because you're white bread and he's like you're really cool Batman. He's like yeah I know I'm cool because like I have edge I'm different you're like just lame that's what you are and Superman's like enough and like flies up and does like the laser eye thing and. Commissioner Gordon goes, you're adorable. And Batman says, what are you going to do? Use your heat eyes to heat some old lady's porridge? Like, there's so <laughs> many weapons in Superman's arsenal, and he just doesn't use them. Like, because he's got to be, like, the good guy, I guess. But, like, at the same like, imagine, like, instead of punching Steppenwolf on the floor, like, imagine he's just laying there, and he just goes, and just cuts his head off with his laser. Like, I would have been like, all right, cool. Put some edge on this man. Which I guess is what they were going to do with, like, when he's evil Superman. But, like, it's just every time he comes on the screen, I'm like, oh, here we go. He's going to hold some. He's going to catch some punches, and then that's it. He's just going to beat the guy yeah. down. Like, yeah, I, I, I want to see him be like a badass. Like, give me an, an existential crisis where Superman's like, I'm just going to start like like lasering people's faces off. Then what? Like, imagine what, who's the – is it Perry? Who's the guy who runs the newspaper? Yeah, I don't know his name actually. Lawrence Fishburne. Imagine Lawrence yeah, Fishburne's like, I, I, yeah, I don't like that story you're running with. And he's like, yeah, zzz, dead. Like <laughs> – why See, not? it's like the boys. I was yeah. just gonna. The, that's the one thing that Zack Snyder knew was the best way to go with Superman is to turn him into Homelander. Is because that's an interesting Superman is yeah, like, Homelander. and a realistic Superman is one that's a complete dick who like doesn't mind like killing a ton of like that much power. If you're a god like that, it's gonna go to your head. Yeah, and maybe super, that's never really happened to Superman. Usually, when he's evil, it's because he's been corrupted. But that that's the most interesting superman yeah. storylines when he's like purely superman you have to work really hard to make him interesting and i felt like the rest of the justice league like basically admitting like we can't do it unless we have like superman would be the easy way out they're like i know we're all thinking it like superman could definitely kill this guy if we bring him back to life and batman's like yes we have to we have to and like i don't know uh, i agree but i think that's a problem in both of the movies and i think it was a little it made a little bit more sense in this one to me just because like the first scene is him dying and that's what, like it's more clear to me why the mother boxes like were going off when he wasn't there um but yeah i think that's just like a flaw like that's just a flaw with the dceu like killing superman and then like being like oh we're gonna bring him back like literally in that movie giving hints that he's gonna come back like it's so clear that they have to bring him back and like how are they gonna do it they can't make it a quick scene like they have to make it a whole big deal um, but you know what? There's I ways to write him out, movie. and they did write him out. Like, look at look at Civil War. They either team, if one of them had Hulk or Thor, it would have been like, okay, that team's going to win because they had the the dominant hero. So they wrote them out, and they gave them their own. Yeah, but that's not story. an Avengers movie. What do you mean? They wouldn't have been able to do to take Hulk or Thor out for an Avengers movie, really. Like this is a Justice League movie, so you have like to there's just, there's a first Justice League movie. basically an Avengers movie, though. Yeah, but it's not like like imagine like in the first Avengers, one of the main Avengers wasn't there. And it's Superman. Yeah. He's like the okay, cornerstone that started example, it all. Captain Marvel. She's supposed to be like the big, oh, she's supposed to be Superman. But no one likes she's her anyway. also the worst. And, and 
she they had her not be present for all of Endgame, and then she comes in at the end. And honestly, watching her get her ass kicked was like an awesome. Part yeah, I kind of wish movie. Superman got his ass kicked, and it was more like a between right, effort. They, to, to, to me, they just there's no one who can beat him. And and until they introduce someone who does, I'm not going to be interested. Like I I don't yeah until like like unless I see Darkseid come in and like Superman punches him and Darkseid just like laughs it off like Thanos did with Hulk in the beginning of of mm-hmm. Infinity War. Until I see that, I I I don't I don't care. Like I don't want I don't care about Superman, and I don't think anyone does. Like this, no one likes the most dominant guy. Like it's just in anything. Like it's in sports. Like people come to they they used to love LeBron James. Now they hate LeBron James. No one likes the guy that's on top too long because <laughs> it gets boring. It gets stale. Yeah, and and like I don't know. Like you mentioned Captain Marvel, like. Even though, like, I personally don't like her that much, but I think that the way they used her in Endgame was awesome, and they gave her a great entrance too in the final battle. Like, if you're gonna if you're gonna bring Superman back for a Justice League movie, which you should do, I felt like, dare I say it, like, in and... the way he entered into the final battle in the Whedon cut was better than this one. Where I, he, I agree with where that. He said, I'm like, with you. Classic Superman. Like, I'm a I like. Well, I. Uh, he what did he say like well i'm a fan of truth and i'm also a big fan of justice like that's a super like it's cheesy but superman is like the hero for truth justice in the american way rather than just like zipping in and going not impressed not impressed like, that, that, was so, yeah. that was so cheesy I, agree. I like the black suit stuff i like that they gave him a scene I, like i feel like in the reading cut it was like let's bring him into the battle like kind of make it a surprise or not a surprise like they want you to forget about Superman and then bring him back in. I like in this one they like had his scene before the battle and he goes to Alfred and like meets him. That that I kind of like that, but I agree. Like him coming out into the actual battle and like being like not impressed. It was like right. That's his first scene when he gets hit with yeah. the axe, yep. right? The, I don't the like that. scene. I first of all, Alfred. Um, this Alfred, Jeremy Irons. Jeremy Alfred Irons is awesome. I, I like think him. he's very funny. I like him a lot more than. Dare I say I like him a lot more than Michael Caine. I thought he was like really he's because he's he's quippy. Like I think he's funny. I mean, I'm, I Michael Caine's was he's an funny. awesome Alfred. Like he was made to play that role, but like he is very. I thought he was good. I really enjoyed him. I like their they played off each other very well. Um, do you remember the Family Guy? This is from like so long ago when Stewie kills Lois and then Lois kills Stewie. Yep. Okay, so in the end of the episode, Peter comes in and shoots Stewie, and he yells it's just been revoked and brian's like it didn't really set you out for that lethal weapon line and he's like oh how about if i say i'll have what she's having he's like i guess that's better but still not good <laughs> like that's how i felt about when superman came in and he's like the guy like swung his axe and he's like here it goes and then superman's like not imp- no one said this will impress you like it was just so weird out of place like it didn't make sense in the scene i was like what i literally yeah. said it when i was watching the movie out loud in to myself in my room like it didn't really set you up for that not impressed line. That doesn't make sense at all. I don't get why that was a necessary thing. Like, did Zack Snyder see that and like, that's it right there. Here we go. Yeah, I I, I don't know. Um, yeah, he he. Superman was just not imp- not impressed. Not impressed. With Superman in this movie. No. Um, and I, I know you, I, I, you guys hate Aquaman. I thought Aquaman was. I thought I think he's an awesome. I'm again. I Jason Momoa can do no wrong, but I I don't think. I mean, he can't. I don't hate him. I just liked everyone else better. When there's a battle in water, they're all screwed because he is. What? <laughs> he never uses his water power. How do you not set up a battle Some type near of a lake? Like, that is my main. Oh my god! In both. I, I was like hoping they would add it. Do you remember the I, first Wolverine? 
Um, like what do you mean? Movie, Origins? Like Hugh Jackman? Yeah, X Men Origins Wolverine. That oh, one. I just watched that recently. Yep. Okay, they fight on Three Mile Island, right? And Three Mile Island has yeah. the nuclear reactor, like they needed for this. Why? And it's an island. It's surrounded by water. Why would you not put the movie there? Like, why did it need to be in Russia, which had nothing to do with the movie? Put it on Three Mile Island. Put it in the nuclear I reactor. Put it on my island. And then there's water, and Aquaman can do his thing. Like that would have been so cool. He that surfed is... on the back of a guy, and I was like, "That's dope." And then nothing else. And, said, it was and then so he just fucking trident. Like, yeah, it's it's, so it's like he's less useful in a land fight than Hawkeye. Like Hawkeye at least brings thirteen arrows. This guy brings one. And then <sighs> after he kills a guy, he's got to like walk over and pick it up. And be like, all right, next. I, I am so glad you both said it because that is my main thing. I'm like Aquaman's powers can be everyone like shits on Aquaman like oh he's a lame superhero. He can be so badass if he's near water, like commanding like huge tsunamis and like commanding like sharks and giant sea monsters and and stuff. Like how cool would that have been if he just like cast a huge tsunami and then like like called a giant squid and like came and like attacked? I don't know. Like it would have been like so cool, but like. He did nothing. With Wasn't water. in the CGI budget. I guess. You know who else? I, I'm brought back to. Um, I. I'm Nick. You're gonna get mad at me. I don't remember her name. Well, the one from Avatar. The girl. Katara. Like. Oh, Kat- oh, Katara. Oh. Katara carries I, I, I a bottle. Sure Avatar, you were yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Katara carries a water bottle around, and when she needs water, she's like, "All right, I can make a little bit out of that this." That would have been like, fine. Just a little bit of water. It was even so near how she like uses the water inside him. Like, do yeah. something with water. And, and like, something. like. In X-Men, Magneto can like sense when there's like extra iron on the board and he turns that into a metal ball and kills 15 people with it. How does this guy not have like, oh, there's a puddle and then just lift it up and then slice some throats with the water? I don't get – I don't understand why they just didn't even acknowledge it. I agree with that. So I don't know if he can – if he has like water bending like Katara. I think like he can only like use his trident to like call waves and stuff, Mm. which he should have They're probably working puddle. I'm not sure. It's probably easier in puddles. But yeah, at least probably like oh, I had less weight to lift. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean they didn't give him water, but at least they so his trident can like like do energy blasts. Like you see it in the flashback scene of oh, like right. the the years past. Like at least they gave him some of that. But like still, I was like, come on, it's Aquaman. Like give him some like fish and some. Cool I stuff they did they on. did at least make him. I forget who it was with. Maybe it was with Cyborg. They made him like make a wave of um. I think Cyborg shot like shot like a shot or something like that. And he, he like made a wave of um, energy that like hit Steppenwolf at one point. Oh, he did. Which was like he at did. least I, yeah. I forget who it was paired with, but I like I like that they use the um, like I said I like when they use people's powers together. That's why that's why you do a team up movie. Doesn't you know? Aquaman kind of make Little Mermaid a little darker? Like well, that's why King Trident was carrying around <laughs> the Trident. Like like oh shit, is he gonna stab? Like why didn't that guy stab her? So like why like. <laughs> Now, now like, knowing that it's just used as a weapon and not like a staff, like a shepherd, like oh man, that's a little dark. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know who? Else, going back to your line before, Nick. You know who else wasn't in the CGI budget? Martian Manhunter. Oh, I felt oh, like his CGI was oh. so bad. Why even? Oh, we're getting ahead of ourselves to the epilogue, but why put him uh, in yeah. it? Like why? No, he was. was he why? Why he, was he? He was in the. Um, the scene was better as him not being Superman's mom. As how uncomfortable is that that he was Diane Lane? I was like, I don't want to hear that. How does one he bit. know all that? Like, so. It's so weird. I love that that they put his character in because I'm like Martian Manhunter. I associate like when I was a kid, I used to watch the Justice League cartoons, and he was like a main member. So I like that he was in the movie, but like his CGI wasn't done. Like, yeah, it, it I wasn't. Like a fish. 
and and answer this truthfully. Am I making this up that he was named was Jacques in the cartoons? It was John Johns, like John J O N, and then his last name's J O N Z Z. Okay. Yeah. So it's yes, like, you are making that up as the answer to that question. I was literally like, it came up once. I don't remember when, but it came up. Someone's like, "Who's that?" And I was like, oh, "That's Jacques." And they were like, "That's Martian Manhunter." I'm like, "That's what." <laughs> I've never heard that name in my life, and now I'm finding out that Jacques was even made up. Like, that guy doesn't have a name, but let's, I mean, continue. Um, how, how, what else, how'd you feel about the, fi- the, like, other parts of the final battle? I feel like the final battle was more different than I thought it would be. It was darker, which is what DC needs to go after. Yeah, like, they didn't need to make it all orange. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I not, I, yeah. I mean, literally darker, but I meant like, it was like, <laughs> They were showing some stuff. Like, they showed, like, ripping the wing guys in half. And, like, they were showing some really, like, gory things. I and I agree. I appreciate that. Like, Avengers, let Avengers be the kids thing and, like, you know, the lighter-hearted version. To let this be, like, the thing where you're showing guys' heads get ripped off. Like, I enjoy that. I think that's a good idea. I do appreciate that, too. Especially, like, when they decapitated Steppenwolf at the end. Like, that was a cool right. scene. And what they should do, because, like, the generation that started with... Iron Man. I was 15 when that came out, so I probably shouldn't be seeing people get their head ripped off. You know what I mean? Mm. Now I'm 25. Like, show me people getting their heads ripped off. Show me like good like the movie should go by Tommy's age. No, (laughs) (laughs) the people who were watching Avengers when it first came out were like the teenagers then, and now those teenagers are all adults. Like our whole generation. Like when you saw it, you were what? Were you 13? So now you fast forward to now, and you're. I think you waited a long time to watch it, but yeah. But I think was, you would have if you were normal. You would have seen it when you were thirteen. <laughs> and now you're twenty three, so you see like wow, like that's aggressive. Like I see like some of the stuff they did in like, and they didn't even show that woman get run over in Infinity War. The woman bleeds blue, and she's like that was really gross. Show me that woman getting all of her body parts ripped from her limb because I think that would be cool. But Marvel can't do that because it's Disney funded. So like, let DC do it. Why not? No, I, I definitely appreciated more goriness in this movie. Yeah, yeah. I, I also – I feel like – like I said, I I, uh, I feel like this movie, I felt like it was a squad. Like just them discussing the plan before they go in, I feel like does a lot for me to be like, okay, we're, we're going in together. Like we're ready. It makes me feel like you're like a little bit nervous for the battle too. I actually feel like – I was talking to my brother about this yesterday. I almost feel – this is, is going to be a hot take. I feel like I, this – Comparing this to the first Avengers movie, going into the final battle, I felt like this was more of a squad than the original Avengers. Like the original Avengers, it kind of brings them all together quickly and they go into the final battle and you like feel it a little bit. But I I feel like in the Snyder Cut, I, I went in being like, okay, we're they're, they're like in this together, not including Superman, the other five, right? Five. I feel like I felt like I went in and they were a squad and they were like coming in and there was like a few scenes of like Batman driving and then Flash like ran by him and Cyborg flew above him. And I, I, I like, I, it made me, and that might've been in the original Joss Whedon cut, but I, I enjoyed the final battle more when I went in being like, they're, they're like a real squad. I think I agree with you. I think, so was it Ultron that they showed like the scene where they're fighting in the forest and then they're all like kind of in different spots and then they all show up yeah, in like, yeah, one yeah. scene where they're coming from the side, right? That's Ultron. Yeah. Yep. They did that in this and I was like, oh, that's a cool picture. And like, yeah. It they tried cool. to do it in the first one where they're showing the people in the circle. And I, I think I put it in my article. Like they're showing like Thor got the hammer and Captain America got the shield and Iron Man shooting the hands out. And then like Black Widow's like, all right, I got a pistol with 12 bullets. So, 
good I luck love the group like, shots in Avengers, but I just yeah. feel like it's but very. I feel like, like, I feel like Guardians they, is more of a squad in that yeah. movie than Avengers. Like this, it's kind of like they showed they them all start, these people and put them together. They showed them start to unite in the middle of the fight in Avengers, whereas in this one they like united before. They're like, all right, this is the plan. We're doing it, and then they went like. It's almost like in Game of Thrones, this like last season, they had the night before the battle. Everybody was like getting together and like yeah. they were showing relationships come and end and stuff. I thought that was really, they kind of did that in Justice League where they showed these people like kind of come together being like, we might all die. And like they kind of all came to terms with it and they went in together. Whereas Avengers, like Hulk didn't even show up till the middle of the fight and, and Iron Man was kind of doing his own thing and like they weren't really helping each other. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think. Like, like you both, have, like like you both have said, um, going into the battle, I think Justice League kind of has that over the Avengers, but I think the battle from the first Avengers movie in total, I did like a little better because it was more evenly paced, of and course, like which is better. I mean, of course, it's definitely a better battle. But I'm saying the squad feel, I almost felt in in the Snyder Cup more than Avengers. Which which Avengers did it first, so it was the first time it was ever done. I'm not like blaming Avengers. I'm not. I don't want to compare them too too much. But I I did like go into the the final battle of the Snyder Cut, feeling like I was like part of the squad and like I like had, they had all went through shit together. Like they just watched Cyborg's dad die together, to save all of them. You know, I I feel like I they had went through a lot together at that point. Yeah, yeah. I also feel like it's it's not so much the movie's fault. The people themselves don't blend together like i like i i don't know if it's maybe the actors or maybe just the character ideas like batman and superman are so different you know what i mean like mm-hmm. i don't know if it's because it was ben affleck and he's not a great batman but like like i wonder woman standing next to um flash i was like i don't they i don't see them as a team you know what i mean like and i i consider the adventures a team it might be because i don't have like a preconceived notion of what black widow and and captain america looked like because i had never really seen them before maybe because we grew up with superman and batman and cartoons and stuff and like wonder woman like that i i just don't feel like they were a team i felt like they were just individuals all fighting on the same side whereas like i felt like the avengers were like oh the avengers are like a squad they're a team i don't i just to me they didn't mesh they didn't go together well you're saying in the Justice League, they, like in the Snyder Cut, they still don't go, go together well? Yeah, I think it, don't I, feel like they're a team? It might just be the actors, to be honest. Like, I don't know what the issue is. I, I, I think maybe, I don't think Gal Gadot's a very good actress. I think she kind of, you know, I think like she maybe is a good Wonder Woman because she, you know, she's pretty and she's like really tough and everything like that. But like, I don't think she herself is like that great of an actress. I think there were better people to put there. I felt like none of them had any chemistry with each other. And I don't know if that's because I feel like they the have... Snyder, in, the, in the Snyder Cut they did versus the original they didn't. Just because they had more time to, to, to do things together and like you, you felt like they, they had all been through stuff together. Other. I felt like they all still had a problem. Like they had never showed that – they showed that one scene where Aquaman's like, maybe we're not so different. Like, I, but I don't know. Like I feel like there was a that. lot – it was a lot better. Like in the scene before where they're like Nick said, they, they were all planning their battle. And then the flash is like, like, what are we going to like? We have to assume that this guy's won. And Batman was like, I don't care. Like he hasn't fought us like us yeah. together. And then like, and they watch uh, Cyborg's dad die together. Or not all of them. Nick, watch what it, is that? Like, it's a weird thing to say twice. Like, what do you think if Mew and I like, saw a guy like that together? together. Like, all right. But none I of them like, knew I, him. I feel like when, like the, when they're planning for the battle, and stuff and like cyborg's like brooding and like going through stuff and there and aquaman's like oh we're asking a kid who just like lost his dad to, to do this like to connect to this cr- cr- like i don't know it feels like they actually went through stuff together in this version where 
And originally it was just like, oh, here are these people, they, they work together. It, it feels like they went through the whole movie together and they, they brought Superman back together and they all fought him together. I don't know. I, it felt like going into the final battle when they were all planning together, they were all, it felt like they were all in it together. And when the battle started and they were all flying together and like Cyborg was like flying that time and they were all saving each other, it, 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 it hit more for me this time. Had they addressed what you said where they all have daddy issues? Like, had Cyborg been like, like, honestly, they said it in the epilogue with like Mira said, like, who have you lost? And Batman like just looked at her like, you want to bet? And then like, had they had Cyborg been like, you don't know what it's like to lose a dad and have like Batman be yeah. like, oh, yeah, I was that already nice. died. And then like have like Aquaman say, like, I hate my father and my mother. And then like kind of go through each one and like have them all. Oh, my God. Literally all of their parents died because of them. So just have them all kind of commiserate over one thing I think would have been better. And they kind of started that with what's his face with Cyborg's father dying, but they didn't do it. Like had they, like we knew it happened, but if they showed that scene, I think it would have been better. I think I would have felt like, all right, they're all together now. I still felt like they hated each other. Like Nick, I got to tell you, if you and I just watched a guy die, I'd be like a stranger that we didn't know. I'd be like, all right. I mean, I don't think Nick and I are bonded for life. I think. But I feel like if they were there for him, if there was, if the de- like the father died for all of them to succeed, and like that, it was like they had to be there for him when they, his dad. Died. If had they addressed that that happened, I think it would have been better. Like they didn't yeah. even. I mean, acknowledge I, I it. but it was four hours already. I don't yeah, know. I felt like I, I, I just felt like they had been through like the whole movie together, and it, it felt yeah. like going to the final battle. I was like ready for them to fight together. I did I, not I kind feel of, that. I kind of agree with with both of you. Like I, I agree with Nick that it was much more of a squad type feel and then like I felt like they had been through stuff together, but I do agree with Tommy that like I um like there were times where I was like I still don't I'm not completely compelled by like why Aquaman like is sticking with this team and like cares about them or I, I'm not completely compelled as to like Cyborg like yeah, like I thought his story was was beefed up a lot more, but like he joined them like very quickly, like the turnaround of like when he said like no, like go away. Yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah. Well, I agree with that. So like there, it was a little clunky, but like it was still much better. Like I like actually felt was was vibing with what was going on. I was like, okay, like this makes sense. I see they're working as a team. Like they're getting through it. Um, yeah, we 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 should push on a little a little bit. I want to yeah. say two more things about the the final battle. Uh, first is that. I think Batman did have more to do. I liked that they kind of gave him like a few more quick scenes, like fighting parademons and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I think that they could have had him do a little bit more hand-to-hand combat. Like I wanted to see some more badass like Batman action. And then I will say best part about the, the I know final battle was Flash going through the speed yep. force to reverse time. I even though that was my favorite part of the last battle, we'll get to you in a second, Tommy. I know yeah. you're raising you, but uh, even though they, I thought they nailed that, which was so cool, like that he, like that he unlocked too. the speed force and stuff. Um, and they lost to Steppenwolf. It makes Steppenwolf better. Yeah, um, love that 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 all happened. I still think that movies have not yet nailed how to visually represent super speed perfectly yet like i still think that the way they represent his running was a little weird in the movie yeah like especially no i thought that was cool i think the the preparation of how he had to charge up and it it just like kind of showed him like this with just like lightning like he was like literally just like looked like a robot like but when he went into the speed force and he was like running on like pieces of earth that were rewind rewinding with him like i thought that was super Mm. cool yeah 
I like that scene too. I like that Steppenwolf had one and then he was like, Oh, we have to literally go back in time to, to do this again. Um, I, I love that scene too of Flash and I like that it was foreshadowed in the scene with Superman that like it, the box turned back a little bit. I didn't think that that was going to happen at all. Um, I think that adds a lot to the final battle. Like it's not just them punching a bunch of things. It's like actually something different happens. They, he went back in time. Um, he actually did something instead of just saving people in a car. Um, I, I love that scene with Flash. I also like the way Steppenwolf went down where like Superman got a piece and then um, a few people got a piece before Wonder Woman, like he was flying through the portal and Wonder Woman like chopped his head off and then he like flew through the portal and the head like dropped right in front of Darkseid. I thought that was a really good ending versus in the original when he like got pulled away by the power demons and was like, oh, fear. Um, that was a really bad ending. I, I feel like the final battle was way more enhanced than I thought it would be. And, and way more different than I thought it would be. I was surprised that he went down in a completely different way. I'm, I guess it makes sense because, like, Dark Side was a whole, a whole different thing. But I, 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 I'm with you with the Flash, Tom Cavill, and that was probably the number one thing that was better. Mm-hmm. All right, Tommy, you're up. I have a question. Let's hear it. Um, I, it goes again to things that they just did without explaining. Um, I had to have it. I actually googled it. The it was weird to because they didn't have a Flash movie. He's like, break your one rule. I didn't even know he had that rule. How am I supposed to know he had that rule? You know what I mean? They like, should have watched out of that. That's true. He said it earlier in the movie. He said when Batman first recruited him, he's like, oh, he's he like is talking about. It. He's like, oh yeah, it's called the Speed Force. Like where time and like space movies. Like I have this one rule where like if I go like, I don't think he said it's, it's my one rule, but he's just like, oh yeah, like I've run fast enough to enter it, but I but like if I run too fast, then it messes with time in weird ways. Yeah, hmm. they I they should have had him say like there was a perfect moment to do it when he was doing the uh like when they told him you need to charge cyborg so he can charge the ship that whole thing or you need to charge the ship or whatever that whole thing was. Hmm. They should have just had it be like then he should have said all right I can go fast but I can't go this fast because here's what happens and like explain it. Yeah. Or uh, you know wait and just make a flash movie and then explain that he can't do that in the movie and have that be the thing like remember fantastic four they had him say like you can't go to a supernova and he's like why can't i do that he's like because you'll die and then in the end he's like supernova he's like but i'll die and i was like oh yeah kind of like ant man ant man in the quantum realm. right and they bring it up like yeah not even ant man in the quantum i was thinking ant man going too big and then he's like oh i've done it once and i Mm. fainted like there was a lot of holes in this in the writing i thought not only that we had no idea what happened in that scene i like watched it and i it was wildly confusing i don't think i'm stupid maybe i'm stupid but like i had no idea what was going on in that scene he went yeah it it was weird that he like jumped he like ended up in the room with them yeah he like went through the stars and like was right behind cyborg kind of but i I was i i still like the way that it was done if you know how they could have explained it is if they made a flash movie yeah. yeah i if you're if you if you weren't familiar with like flash stories or like had watched the flash tv show at all before seeing this then yeah it's definitely confusing like that that like especially in the very few scenes where he he like says a few words about the speed force like if you don't know anything about the flash like that kind of just like you pat it passes right over your head you're like oh i'm not not really paying attention to that but like if you know flash's story then you're like oh like that's definitely going to show up later so it, yeah, I could see how it was definitely confusing, um, especially the way they like visually represented it. But I, I really liked it. I thought it was very yeah. cool. Um, so 
we kind of glossed over this, but I want to definitely touch on this um, to end out the episode. We want to talk about definitely the epilogue a little bit. I want to talk about with the nightmare scene, but first we should talk a little bit more about dark side, the anti-life equation and the flashback scene, which showed like the ancient war. I was, uh, I was, I agree with you. We have to talk about that. So (laughs) I want to say, I love, I love that it was much more fleshed out. Love that it was dark side. I thought the scene was super cool. We got a little bit more Green Lantern, which Green Lanterns are some of my favorite parts of the DC universe. They looked weird though. They looked like a frog. I mean, that's what he's supposed to look like. He's oh, really? just like that an alien. Weird. He's just an alien. <laughs> but yeah, he, I thought that w- just to get a little bit more of that was cool. More of the Greek gods. But <laughs> my one thing when it came up is that Ares is recasting it. So you see Zeus, Ares, yeah. and some other Greek god. Is when Ares rolled up, I was like, who is this dude with the large ass head? What, did he yeah. not have like? <laughs> was it just me? Yeah, was his I texted just like, you and said, "Was that Ares who just rocked Darkseid?" Which was such a cool Easter egg that it was Ares who was a villain in Wonder Woman. Um, they shouldn't have recast him. I agree with you. Yeah, he just had an abnormally large head. I, yeah, I don't know if I was the only one who caught caught it, but I was just like, I cannot move past how large this man's head is. <laughs> <laughs> the Green Lantern in that scene, I thought was like a cool little, like, placement. I'm I'm talking about the same scene, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I got nervous. The like putting him in the in that scene, I thought was really cool, and having the ring be like, oh, if he grabs that ring, then he could get it, and then having the ring like be able to escape. Um, I like that that set up. I love the Green Lantern. I think that's a great um character. I thought the movie was obviously terrible, but like. I think they could, if they bring him in, they and they could like redo it. I think that'd be a good idea. Um, but I, I, I like really enjoy that they kind of had like brought in other DC stuff. Like here's what's coming and stuff. Obviously now it's not coming, but here's like what we could do with the story. And I, I, I enjoyed that a lot. Mm-hmm. I agree. I like the changes to that scene a lot. I, I like that they actually had like I, I don't think Robin Wright was in the original version of that scene in the in the original cut um no. i like that aries was in it i liked it. it was fleshed out it was dark side it was a much cooler battle it, it made you feel like when the justice league finally like united and was fighting the um final battle that they were like the new gods of like the like they were like the new protectors because and because all those armies like don't exist anymore um or can't get out of uh the ocean slash the amazon place so um it made it, it like gave it, it like made built up the Justice League later for me too because it was like they're in the place of like all these armies now. Yeah, um, they're like the new the new era of heroes. So I, I love that scene and I I like that it was Dark Side said in general. Um, I I like I said I thought Steppenwolf being someone else's lackey was actually made him better. Actually gave him a story, not just old oh, mother bucks. But he was I can't I can't get over how much I hated Steppenwolf <laughs> oh, in the original mother. version and how much I liked him in the second version. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have a question. Do I, they ever explain where do, where are the Amazons from? Themyscira. No, but like is that that's on Earth? So they so they explained it in Wonder Woman is that they were created by the Greek gods to like protect mm-hmm. man. But then the the Amazons tried to rebel against the Greek gods. Yeah, and Zeus, I remember, and Zeus, I remember that. I, where where are they though? Like, is there they're on an island that like you can get through the portal? Yeah, that's yeah, the okay. cover just it's like, like got through the portal. Yeah, okay, I wasn't yeah. positive. Or or the force field, kind of stupid. Yeah. They have more protection. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I like the dark side stuff. I I think that how could they take that out? Because it it like speaking of Avengers comparisons. 
it, he's a, it feels like Steppenwolf in the original one was like supposed to be the Thanos kind of, and like the mother boxes were supposed to be like the Infinity Stones, and they just really rushed it. In the Snyder Cut, it feels like okay, the mother boxes were there, kind of like a transformer or a little thing, but the ultimate Infinity Stone is like the anti life equation, and the ultimate Thanos comparison would be Dark Side, which. I feel like it's a way better way to build up a universe. Uh, doesn't yeah. feel like Justice League is like just a movie that they had the biggest villain in. Um, I, I like the Dark Side stuff a lot better. Yeah. And I, I think one thing I've said this about um, Star Wars before is that like w- when they first introduced you to Yoda, like great scenes, like really funny and like entertaining. And he, you could tell he's super powerful and that he has a huge hist- like deep history without it, over explaining it. Mm-hmm. Where I feel like that made Steppenwolf a better character because yeah, you can tell that there's some drama there, and that like even though he's someone's lackey, that like there's some real motivation that like mm-hmm. he has a deep history with Darkseid and stuff, and I think that made it cooler with like deepening the lore of seeing yeah. Darkseid fight that war in the past and then see Steppenwolf like trying to like please him and stuff, which is cool. Agreed. But um, so early in the episode, you guys were saying you were confused about the anti-life equation yeah I have no idea what that correct is. okay so the anti-life equation is like dark side's like main thing you know when vi- uh, when um cyborg gets the vision of like all the justice league members like dying like you see wonder woman like in the like in mm. her body burning in like the wood and then you see aquaman's body stabbed underwater by dark side and he has like these red beams that are like flying all out of his eyes those are mm. called um, like his omega beams. When he gets the anti-life equation, he gets these like super powerful omega beams. And the an- yeah, bwomp, basically. <laughs> and the anti-life equation, he can corrupt people's wills and like submit them to his own. So all of the nightmare scenes we've seen Batman having is like a possible outcome in the timeline in the future where Lois Lane dies by dark side and since Lois Lane is his only tether to humanity, uh, Darkseid is able to use the anti-life equation to corrupt Superman to his side and take over the world. So the anti-life equation okay. is something that's like buried and like engraved into Earth, and that's what he was coming for in that ancient war. That's why like he grasps, he grabs the soil when he jumps down to the Earth, and then when Steppenwolf has the vision, he grabs the soil and he realizes that Earth is that planet that they went to, like millions of years ago so he's like oh it's this planet like it's earth i found the anti-life equation so how did you know that because of comics right okay so like do you kind of hear what i'm saying about like i feel like most people probably didn't read the comics yes yeah it's definitely like Zack snyder's justice league like to fully enjoy it like like to not to fully enjoy but like to really get every single little thing, like you have to like know that. Kind I, of thing. I, I don't need to know what anti life was though, because it wasn't really a big part of this specific movie. So I, right. I, I would have been fine if they actually, if like that ended up happening later, and they kind of explained a little bit more, kind of like the Infinity Stones. Like it takes time to, to get right. It. So I had no idea about the Infinity Stones after the first Avengers, but I don't think they really mentioned that it was like a big deal up until. They mentioned it was a big deal as like stones were introduced. They were like, "Oh, well, mm-hmm. here this. Oh, wait, it's becoming a bigger deal now. It's even bigger deal." And yeah. they just kept kept doing it. The issue for me is like they didn't explain the anti life thing like at all, and then they just made it like the ending. And I get the epilogue probably wouldn't have been in the movie. It, it was just like a foreshadow of like what's coming. But the 
him saying like Lois Lane, she's like the main thing, like her him appearing to yeah, Batman. Yeah, I was gonna say that too. That was a pretty big part of that movie, and I just I had no idea why it was placed there. Yeah. And that movie came out like five years ago, and I still didn't know up until just Wait. now, like what the point of that was. You're saying Flash and, coming to Batman? You're yeah, saying? right. In Batman yeah. v Superman, that, that right? Weird. There's just in so ba- many like they they made too big of a deal of it to have still not explained it. Like in, in Batman v Superman, you're talking about when Flash yeah. goes no, in this one. Oh, in this, no, in, in this in, one too. Oh, that actually happened in Batman v Superman, that premonition or whatever? Yeah, he like yeah. says like, hey, Lois Lane is like the most important. Oh, and he mentioned this, it yeah. in the Snyder Cut. Okay. He, yeah. he said, I was confused about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I just, I don't get, no, I, I didn't, like they, the, the, they didn't explain stuff very well that they made like, this is super important. You need to know about it. And they just didn't really touch on it. I think, again, had they really taken their time, I think this could have been awesome, but they just didn't take their time. Yeah, it's it's a shame because the second movie and the third movie would have been all about the anti-life equation. Like right. Zack Snyder's come out and set his plan. So the one of the epilogue scenes is Lex Luthor being broken out of Arkham Asylum by Deathstroke. And then mm-hmm. like they kind of like team up to set up Batman, the movie that was going to be Ben Affleck's solo Batman movie where Deathstroke was like the main villain. Right. But it's also in Justice League 2, Darkseid would have been coming to Earth for the anti-life equation. And Lex Luthor would have forged the uh, Injustice League, which would have featured him, Deathstroke, the Riddler, Captain Cold from The Flash, Black Manta, and Orm from Aquaman, and um, Dr. Poison from uh, Wonder Woman. So it would have been like an evil version of the Justice League, and the Riddler would have solved the anti-life equation, and they would have bartered with Darkseid to corrupt Superman. So... and. Speaking of the Injustice League, what a change in that scene from one line. Like Lex Luthor saying his name's Bruce Wayne is so much better than him being like, "What if we had a league of our own?" Like, yeah, yeah. like it reminds me of Jake. We always talk about this scene in Venom when um, Woody Harrelson just like, "There's gonna be carnage," and it's like <laughs> just so like throw in the like big name i yeah. like I, like i watched that scene i was like okay that's cool let's lose out it's like what if we had a league of our own and it's like no don't like that but then they changed one line and it made it, made it way better so mm-hmm. that scene i like better in the snyder cut the other epilogue scenes didn't love in the snyder cut oh you didn't like the the nightmare scene i don't do dreams like unless they actually play out which this one's not gonna because they're not maybe it would have played out in their original version but why did I spend however long, four minutes watching a scene with Harley Quinn was dead, Superman was dead, I think, Lois Lane was dead, or no, maybe Superman, Superman was dead. Lois Lane was dead, right? Superman comes to find them at the end because he's corrupted by the anti-life equation. Oh, right. I, I didn't, I did not like that scene. I like, if that like... ended up playing out eventually, then yes, but like, I, I watched it for so long and it was, uh, oh, it was like a dream and it was, jo- I, w- I would have just rathered a Joker scene, like, instead of a dream Joker scene, like, I, I there know. were a few things I hated about it. I, I enjoyed the idea of like, oh, wait, if this – if it was what was coming, I would have been really excited. That really would have hyped me up for the next one. Like I would have been like excited to go see it. I don't – I don't – the things I don't like, I don't like thinking of a, a world where Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn is dead and Jared Leto exactly. is still goddamn Joker. Agreed. Like that would – that drives <laughs> me nuts. I can't stand Agreed. that. But I, I, I don't like – I didn't like that like – 
I get that it was just like a premonition for like an upcoming movie, but like I don't, they didn't explain it and they just got out of the car and like one minute ago I just saw Deathstroke was trying to kill Batman and now I'm seeing Deathstroke is on his team. And off putting. Yeah, I, I like didn't get it. And then Mira is like not only like there, Brilliant. but also like far too much to say to like Batman, who's the leader of this. She's like, oh yeah, no, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do this, this, this. And he's like, no, don't. And then she like gets in his face, like, relax. And there's no way that even if all of DC went smoothly, that that exact, like, team up would have ended up happening in any way. So I don't know why they put that in there. Right? I, I feel like they felt organic they didn't to have, have those. The, yeah. They didn't have the exact, like, story planned out enough to, like, make sure that that was the timeline that would have, we would have gotten to. So I, I don't believe that they could have ever gotten there exactly the way they did. Well, yeah. out of – so every – the entire Snyder Cut was stuff that has – was pre, Zack Snyder was previously filming – in 2016 and he just finished up the visual effects except for this scene which he shot this year just and he shot it specifically to i didn't give, even know that yeah it was the only new scene that he shot he brought in jared leto and ben affleck and he's like if this is going to be the last hurrah like ben affleck's not going to be batman anymore like and this is my last hurrah like we need to like fans deserve a scene between this version of batman and this version of joker so that's that's like why he did it oh so it has to be a dream scene I mean, but it's also a premonition. I think that's a possible timeline, and I like, like, yeah, it's a possible know. timeline, but it's not going to happen. But it, it was supposed to, pal. It was, but like, that's was his vision for the F- Justice League sequels. Is we would have seen a timeline like that play out. I got it with Mira and Deathstroke in the background, and no one else. Come on, Fla- yeah, yeah so Flash you, and Cyborg. Hate, like in Ultron, do you hate that they showed all those people dead on the hill in Iron Man's premonition? No. Oh, why? Because that didn't play out. Switch. It didn't play out. It didn't look exactly like that, but it, it was like it, it feeds into Iron Man's like craziness that like this is. This why is, is that allowed? And then this one's not allowed. This one because it's was not the final. It was not the final scene. It's not an excuse to have the Joker in the movie for no reason. I I don't think it was for no. That was one of the I best scenes said. in I the movie. I, I first love- of all, it was the. If this was not the worst movie ever made, it's because of that last scene. Like that actually pumped me up. I thought that last scene was I awesome. Don't like that I, I don't like that scene. I don't dream. I think it's what Jake said. I think it's it's a lot of they he was saying, like, all right, fine, you're not gonna let me make more, you're not gonna be let Ben Affleck be Batman or Jared Leto be Joker. Let's go out it's not, and if not not let. Yeah, well, you're not gonna yeah. you're not gonna force people to watch Jared Leto as the Joker. Like I, I like that they were like, all right, let's make an awesome scene. And then they made the Joker like way better than he was still the third best Joker of our lifetime, but like still like a really good, um, I thought that was a really good scene. And I, the one thing I didn't like was how long the Joker spoke for. Like I, he lost me midway through. I was just like, this. Oh, yeah. but <laughs> all right. I will yeah. say his laugh is horrible. But yeah. I his Dude, that in, that interaction with him and Batman is was my, probably one of my favorite top three parts of the movie. I thought I loved that scene and that I thought it gave Batman some edge, which I really enjoyed. Like exa- him saying, exactly. "And I will f and kill you." I was like, "Oh, here we I go." I can't take Do him it. seriously when he's in that bad costume. No, he looks cool. Like I when, I, when I was saying so in that scenario, I, everyone's dead, correct? Not well, not everyone. There's still no, people. But like alive. the world is, uh, it's like apocalyptic. The world, right? Yeah. Does he really need to still wear the mask? I mean, it's cool. You know, why it, would he not? Is it wear cool? The mask? Is it cool? 
It's the latest bat suit I've ever seen. Is it cool? Yeah. I don't think it's like I, I, I think it, it it's cool. gotta be tight on your face. Like what's the reason? Like what what's like, oh I can't let him know I'm Bruce Wayne. Like everyone knows you're Bruce Wayne now. Like it's just let it go. I think take that's the, I take him more seriously. If I saw the salt and pepper Batman, I'd be like, Oh shit. He's still fighting. But the 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 Deathstroke thing, going back to that, I think that was that's cool. Like he, like we saw him like as seen before, like years prior, where like they're like worst enemies and like Batman's the type where like he would like put aside it for now, but like at the same time he's like, I'm ready to like kill Joker at any t- any point if he pushes me too far. And they touched on the part where that Joker I love the line where he's like, if you want to cross this line right now, you could tear up this truce and we'll talk about how you sent in a boy wonder to do a man's job, hinting at that he he killed the Robin. Robin. Yeah. yeah. And like that was so cool. And like I don't know, it just got don't me care so about hyped. Robin. It got me well, so I like hyped. Completely like, forgo- All right, Nick, you hate everything. <laughs> I mean, that's coming from me. I, I hate everything. I just said I love the Snyder Cut. And you just no, said you I, hated it. I did. It, it was terrible. But like I, the idea – I completely forgot that they showed uh, something – I don't even remember where I saw it, but it was like the ha-ha-has written all over It's in Robin Batman suit. v Superman. Was that a premonition oh, yeah. he had? No, that was real. In Batman v Superman, he keeps it in the Batcave, I'm pretty sure, oh, which so is weird that he puts it in a frame in the Batcave. It but, already happened. Yeah, it happened like years prior to like man of steel and stuff i don't i gotta watch that again but like but even that like i remember being like oh there's a story there and i am gonna hear it and i can't wait and then again it didn't happen like if if, i feel like if they just gave him enough time to let this story pan out it would have been better but at the same time like you can't be this bad this long and then expect people to be like i will keep waiting like if iron man one and then if the whole entire first phase sucked i would have been like all right this is awful like i'm not gonna keep watching it took a lot for people to keep watching after like how bad Thor was. And then like, it's so hard to, it's so annoying because some of the acting is like so good, like Harley Quinn. And yeah, I, I even, I mean, I know Gal Gadot is not like the perfect Wonder Woman, but I feel like they were like off to a good start with that. And it's just such well, a shame. I, that, feel that way. I love the first Wonder Woman. Horrible movies or was it her terrible performance in the next? Horrible. Was it? I love Art. Wonder Woman. Uh, I you feel like, can't have, like, like the second movie. It was uh, you can't. It's just oh, no, not the second movie was horrible. Uh, no. but I don't know. There's like semblances of like things that are cool and like you want them to play out and like they can't just restart it now and like they can't just take actors you like and not other ones. It's just so sad. That's the whole story. Game of Thrones. I have okay. a theory. She fought with she fought with Aquaman like they hated each other because of the Atlantean War. He was Cal Drogo. Then she fights Ruth Bolton in this one. It's uh. <laughs> what's his face Oberyn in the second one Oberyn true problem yeah. with, with, who's the bad guy in the first one I don't remember um like Ares Remus, he's Lupin. Fr- Remus Lupin from Harry Potter yeah alright I'll circle back I'll figure something out with that <laughs> but um alright so Nick you didn't like the scene but like what did you think of Jared Leto's Joker in this scene in particular compared I thought to, like, he was good in the scene but it's just one scene like you could be good in one scene. He he brought his A game for one scene. Um, he looked cool. I liked that there was no like tattoos on his face. I guess I just like put the face paint over the tattoos this time. I guess. Um, I don't know. It was cool, but it was just not like I feel like it was okay. Everyone wants a Joker scene. Let's give him a Joker scene. I didn't feel like it like enhanced the experience of the movie for me. I like 
don't know. I was I was done with the story already, and they were just like dragging it on, and and that was one of the scenes I felt scenes I felt like. I have it, it could have been shortened. It wasn't like it wasn't my favorite scene. I hate dream scenes. I hate when someone wakes up. I, I like when someone gasps for air and wakes up. Like chances are, I'm not gonna like the scene before it. But they've already proven that like they're not dreams. They're actually things that are gonna happen because Batman like can watch. I can't believe because defending this movie. from Batman, Batman v Superman, and when um when when he's like wakes up from the dream and he sees Flash, like that's a real thing that that happened, and like it's based off Zack Snyder's plans for two and three, like that's timeline was gonna play out. It didn't. It's not gonna now. Okay, so your problem I, I, is not with the movie. Your problem is with the public not liking the movie enough to make a two and three. Yeah. So then, why are you giving me a premonition that's not gonna end up happening? I don't know. I, I, I think it was like, a middle finger, I and I enjoy that it was a middle finger. Okay. I didn't really realize that it was a middle finger. I didn't even realize that this was like the only scene that was reshot. That makes it a little bit better, but it's still like not. If I hated the movie and that was the one scene, I, I wouldn't have done anything more for me i like the movie i, I like the movie a lot actually but I have uh, a hot take, <laughs> um if i may yeah he of was course. not great but i don't think jared leto's joker deserves the amount of hate it gets it's a different take i think you know like joaquin phoenix was basically just playing like a watered down heath ledger joker yeah i mean heath ledger spectacular but i don't know i don't know if i agree with that conversation for a different episode not the whole movie when he becomes the clown and he just like starts to like when he's in the makeup uh in the scene with de niro at the end of joker it's a he's playing like a it's in my opinion it's like a watered down like less crazy joker just more like deranged but i thought like jared leto playing kind of like a weird I don't, I guess kind of badass, like this Joker was doing stuff. Like he was driving a car. Like, I mean, I, I realized that it's just like a casual action to have, but like it was a cool looking car and he was like driving crazy, reckless through the streets and stuff. Like cool looking car. It was a cool looking car. And like he was driving like, <laughs> like Batman's flying onto the hood. And then you show him like actually creating Harley Quinn. Then he's got the, the helicopter scene in Suicide Squad. He had some cool moments that he really didn't get, uh, enough like he got too much hate i i think and i think like had they let him pan out a little bit it would have been good and then i thought this joker rendition was a little bit like over the top i didn't enjoy it but i think like to show how he got to that point would have been cool but either way i mean it's not gonna happen but i i do think jared leto gets a lot of hate and i don't like jared leto a lot at all you didn't get much of a chance i feel like he only exactly. had like a handful of scenes i don't really like him though is he on screen for even 10 minutes in suicide squad no, no, not even five minutes. I would, yeah, I would like say. I mean, the guy didn't really, and everyone was just like, "This is the worst Joker we've ever seen." Like, have people yeah, seen Jack Nicholson's Joker? Joker? Yeah, mean, exactly. People were gonna hate him regardless. Like, it was he never stood a chance. Just like some, ben some Affleck of it was, never stood a chance. Yeah, some of just his like stuff Andrew Garfield never stood a chance. Uh, <laughs> Conversations for a different time. Yeah, well, I mean, we've seen. I, some of the scenes in Suicide Squad, he was. I did not like what he was doing at all. But like, I thought this scene was so cool. Got me hyped up. Like, I'm like, I really want to see Zack Snyder make Justice League two. Um, I, I do want to see more Justice League now. I'm a DC and... stand now. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. But I did like. Yeah, I was gonna say no one can say that with a straight face. <laughs> no. and, and it made. Me, have you guys ever played the Injustice video game before? Yeah, it's like yes, no. I did. It was Mortal awesome. Mortal Kombat. 
yeah like this rem- that's this scene reminds me of like the alternate timeline and in injustice yes. where superman like becomes like a tyrant and like all the bad guys have to team up with batman and stuff yeah. like see the thing I is with dc that. is they again like the lineup they have is unbelievable like uh, even even like minor characters like like the green arrow and the green lantern like they're awesome like they're really cool characters how do they, how do you not like you're telling me that you can't tell a better story than than Marvel, who's utilizing Gamora and Drax. Like, I mean, they're fine. I like Marvel and Drax. I I agree, but like, do, do you know who Gamora and Drax were before Guardians of the Galaxy came out? No, that's no. that's the Marvel. Do you know who the Green Lantern is? Yes, because he's like iconic. Like, they have all these unbelievable superheroes, and they just couldn't piece together a good story. And I I get how hard it is to make a story that lasts a long time with, you know, like. 10 years is a long time and you to hold someone's uh, attention over the course of a full year between movies is going to be really hard to do. But Marvel did it and they have a way less talented roster. It's like last year in the World Series of baseball was the Dodgers who were like this dominant force and the Rays who were like nobodies, like literal nobodies. Their payroll is was super low on the list so, and, and and like they the the Rays like held their own because they they had like a lot they had talent they just were they used they utilized what they did good better and the the like dominant guys on the other end it just it, it almost didn't work out you know what I mean like it just doesn't make sense that they that the Justice League can't fix it they can't it, like it bothers me yeah I mean I guess they just have too high of standards to live up to and Marvel is just really good at like finding what makes like lesser known characters tick and just yeah. making it work and what makes them know. tick is disney money <laughs> that's part of it for sure so unless you guys have anything else to say i think we're just about time we've been talking about half of the runtime of uh zack snyder's justice league <laughs> i was gonna say people have to watch four hours of the movie and then listen to two hours of us yeah <laughs> can you cut out six hours of your day please thank you <laughs> so current the last thing i want to say and i'll ask you guys a question after is so warner brothers has stated time and time again even after the really mostly positive reception to Zack snyder's justice league that they have no plans to develop Zack snyder's justice league two and three on a scale from one to ten how much do you want to see Zack snyder's justice league two and three after seeing this ten nine i'll say nine it's more than I want to see whatever they're going to come out with that connects to Joss Whedon's. Yeah. Are they going to wait? They're coming out with stuff for Joss Whedon's and not Zack Snyder's. Maybe not a Justice League sequel. I mean, but I think they're still going to make DC movies. They, oh they said they plan to make Justice League sequels like years in the future, but they're focusing on like Shazam and Aquaman and. Wonder oh, yeah, Woman. Shazam. That'll be a real money grab. Um, <laughs> I like the first Shazam. It wasn't great, but it was it was very enjoyable, I thought. But off track. I would say um, 10 out of 10 looking forward to like if if they were i'm not looking forward to but 10 out of 10 10 10 would love to see Zack snyder's justice league yeah i i am a 10 and it's tough for me to look to say at the top of this podcast like this was the worst four hours of my life but like the three hours and 45 minutes of it didn't make me excited for it but the last the epilogue made me excited for like oh wait they could do cool stuff with this now it's like Harry Potter six. Like I hated it, but did it make me excited for seven? Yeah, you bet. Like you know what I mean. Like I, I, it was all set up, and then like the next thing had a great payoff. So I, I would be really excited to see more. But am I gonna lose sleep that they're not making more? No, not even remotely. 
Yeah. No, because I'm sure, I mean, he's already revealed like his plan. Some of his plans for the sequels were a little weird, but he's yeah, already I like. I read these. Yeah. Oh, I'm not fucking like, into it anymore, so. Well, he's, he might make comics on, uh, based off of them. Like, instead oh. of, since they won't allow him to make movies, he might like turn them into comics, which I heard, which would be pretty cool. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. Justice but, um, for Ben Affleck. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> do you think they would design the comic books to be as fat looking as Ben Affleck? Batman <laughs> face. <laughs> I hope so. It was the same Batman. I have to. Do that we think tough. that Mirror will have a British accent and Cyborg will have as big of a dump truck in the comics? <laughs> Cyborg, I hope. Mira, probably not, because they love to diminish accents over time in, in uh, superhero movies. I think what you but, mean yeah. is um, Marvel likes to do that. We're allowed to say they did something poorly. They did do that, yeah. yeah. Um, but other movies do that also. <laughs> I love the Marvel stands in, who like enter the spin zone being like, no, it's because she's in disguise now. It's like, no, no it's because they it's, just said, oh, people aren't going to be able to understand her. It's God. They, they, and her they, accent sounds dumb. Yeah, they they addressed it well in Wandavision, though. Yeah, I, I will agree. Say. They even made a joke about it. <laughs> but <laughs> that's all the time we have today on this episode. I think we're good for talking about Zack Snyder's Justice League. Eventually, might watch it again because honestly, I want to watch so it again already. Yeah, <laughs> this is a good conversation. Who has the but time? <laughs> no, nobody. Yeah, it's too long. It's too long. Tommy, it was great having you on as our first guest. You were an amazing first guest. Thank you. And, I appreciate uh, that. If you guys want to hear more of Tommy's roasts and hot takes, he hosts Trivia Tuesdays every Tuesday on our Instagram, Popcorn Heist. And if you want to catch any more pop culture content coming out, uh, we release this podcast every Thursday pretty much. And you can check us out at Popcorn Heist on every social media account and on our website, popcornheist.com. And please, if you like this podcast, uh, like, follow, and give us a review on iTunes because it's really going to help us grow, and we would appreciate it very much. So, with that being join said, the join the heist. Join the heist. <laughs> Thanks, Tommy. <laughs>